Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome back to another episode of the RPG Show. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about Cosmic Star Heroine, and I'm joined by uh, Kevin and Travis, same assholes from last episode. What's up, guys? What's going on? Uh, I'm not probably going to not do any fucking nicknames, because that's a lot of work. So, if that was a thing you guys liked, too bad. <laughs> but... Uh, what have you guys been up to? Um, I've been playing... Um, I'm not in... Oh. Go ahead, Kuja. Okay. Uh, I just, uh, finished up Deadpool. Um, I'm going through my PS3 backlog now and trying to finish up some games I never 100%ed. And, uh, Deadpool was the last one I did, and now I got this Green Lantern game I'm going to do. Uh, but now, of course, I played, like, the first chapter, and that just loads for infinity so i'm gonna have to figure out how to fix it or buy another one so um but yeah uh after that i think uh there's this game of thrones rpg i just didn't never knew existed it was on ps3 so i'm probably gonna just dive into that while i'm waiting for the other green lantern wait what i thought it was this a telltale game yeah there's an actual rpg if you google it ps3 just game of thrones and huh yeah it takes place like uh I think it's like the first season of the Game of Thrones, but it's like a side story that ties in with the main story somehow. And like uh, George R. R. Martin, like he uh, he helped write it, I guess, or he consulted or whoever or whatever. Well, it's supposed to be a tie. Well, when he was too, but he can't write the fucking other books. You can do everything but write the book. Is what I found out because he's like on the other the new show that's coming out. He's supposed to be on that one too. And he's on Elden Ring too, which I don't really think he's that. Involved Elden Ring, I bet. I bet he just like names some shit or whatever. Yeah, who knows what he really does? He probably just sits there and eats Cheetos. <laughs> He's not in the best of health, that's for sure. <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, just playing. I finished up Yoku's Island Express, and now I'm playing Three Thousand Duel. Much. I haven't really gotten it a little bit more today. It's just hard for me to play it with the kids and shit at home all the time. What game was it? Witcher 3. Oh, Witcher 3. I mean, before that, I said Yoku's Island Express, which is like a pinball Metro Metroidvania. It's a pretty cool game. I beat that, and then I've been playing 3000th Duel, which is like a Souls-like Metroidvania. I showed it to Nick on Discord. 
So you like in Witcher yeah. 3 or are you gonna? Uh, I mean, I like it a lot. I think it's gonna drop the difficulty and just fucking roll with the story. Yeah, that's probably the best for you because it's just gonna take forever. I just don't have the fucking the time to like be trying to get all the potion. If my wife was back at work, it would be a lot easier. But I, mean, I just did the whole crone thing that we were talking about last podcast. I went ahead and just killed the guy so I could save some time. <laughs> yeah. There you but, go. I mean, I like, like, I'm interested in the stuff with Siri and all that shit. So I just want to play that. And I, wanna, I mean, I like the combat, but it's, the combat's not that great. Like, I'm, I'm fine with just playing on normal. Yeah, it's, that's probably for the best. It's good. It just, you have to get really good at the combat, and it's hard. <clears throat> Hard to do uh, unless you have all like a lot of the upgrades and stuff. So yeah, and I'm like very fucking low level. Like I guess you can kill that werewolf at the spot I'm talking about from what I was reading online. But I mean, there's no way in hell I was killing that motherfucker. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Nick? What happened to your like no block fucking Neo? Um. Well, we see what that... <laughs> you see how I got Dark Souls in that. <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing uh, Yakuza 3. Uh, the times that I can. Uh, for that... How are you liking 3? It's okay. It's a step back, I, for sure. Well, the problem is, like, I played the greatest one, which was Yakuza 0. I was like, oh yeah, this shit's great. And then I went to the Kiwami 1. And it was a step down, but that bad. And I was like, ah, okay. And then Kamami 2 was a step up from that, but not as good as Zero. And I was like, all right, let's see what, uh, what 3 has to offer. And it's like, fuck, this is actually a PS2 game. Um, Yeah, I'm going to agree with you in that order, too. Zero is the best. Kiwami was step down. K2 was good. Um, 3 is not that great. 4 is pretty good, so if you can get through 3... I, I like four is like my third favorite. So, like, I guess my main issue is I don't care about the plot so far. I'm only in chapter four, and it's all like just been about the kids in the orphanage shit. And, like, which is really probably like, like no, I it, it kind of goes away from that after a while, and then kind of once you go back to whatever the city's called, it's it's definitely just to me it's the second weakest one out of the whole series. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully it gets a little bit better. I haven't really been able to play very much because Nicole's been home. Are you playing the? Are you playing the? Are you playing the remaster? Uh, no, I'm playing the PS3 version, and then I'm gonna play the remaster after because okay. trophies. Gotcha. Yeah, I played this PS3 version, so I played the PS3 version, but all of them. I was waiting around and waiting around for them, like the remaster to come, because they announced it like two years ago. And then, like by the time I was finished with five, like then they said it would be coming. At some point, like, whatever, I don't give a shit now. Yeah, well, they're, I guess, they're gonna be doing seven now, which would be more up my alley. RPG yeah, shit. it does. It looks pretty cool, and I, f- I feel like from what I've seen from the clips, uh, I feel like it takes place during the other ones. Because there's, like, a certain. Because, like, all the characters come back, but I don't know if it's the way they're doing it. Whatever, but like you get all the characters from uh, Kiryu Saga are there, but they're not like I guess part of the story so much. Because he's got his own story with his own. Well, there's a dude. 
There's a dude in one of the clips that's supposed to be that pretty, he died in the in the other one of the other games, and he's in that clip. So unless they pull some like bullshit where he, he didn't really die, yeah, that's fucking stupid. But, uh, but. anyway, <laughs> sorry, Kuja. We know you hate Yakuza. Yeah, I'm glad I played the best one, and I was like, uh, this sucks. <laughs> God damn it, Cujo. <laughs> it doesn't... Okay, it doesn't suck. It's just not for me. It's just the whole fighting game slash story. I don't know. I just... I just get... You fucked, your, you fucked yourself, Cujo. You wanted to be cool and get the platinum, and then you hated the game. Yeah, that platinum is a fucking slog. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll go back in like five years and play some more of them, but... Like I said, I got so many other games to play there. Like I actually want to play. It's gonna be a, way, a long time before I get to any more Yakuza's. I mean, I just play with you. I just wouldn't play anymore. Zero is easily the best, and so you're just gonna be not happy. I'll just shit on the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you might like seven more since RPG. Like. Yeah, but to get, I don't want to play seven until I play the other ones. I don't want to like. I don't Seven's wanna... a soft reboot, so it has really. <clears throat> There's no continuity anymore with the old stuff. Oh, okay. Maybe I will play that then. And Judgment's a spin-off, so... There's like 18 spin-offs of that damn game. Yeah, there's like the the Samurai one and some other weird shit. There's, there's like Fist of the North Star or something like that. Oh, that's just based on the, That's just the same engine and same style. It's not really related to it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a game by uh, Zipwad Games. They also did uh, Cthulhu versus Saves the World. They did. They did Cthulhu Saves the World. Uh, Breath of Death Seven. They worked on like the last Penny Arcade game, and then they did that uh, Cthulhu Saves Christmas like last this past winter. I have not played any of those games. <laughs> have you played any of them, Nick? I played Breath of the Seven on three sixty. So did I. I mean, it was a pretty cool little indie game back then. It's like kind of like Dragon Warrior, I think. I yeah, that. yeah. It's like like a parody kind of shit. It's really short, but it's cool. Yeah, they're enjoyable. And this was a I game would play it was a the other two, game. but they're not on anything else that I have access to right now. So. Was this this is a Kickstarter game though, right? Do what? This was a kick yeah. Kickstarter. Zebu, uh, yeah, Kickstarter Heroes is a Kickstarter, and it apparently took like fucking forever to make to the point where, for when I was hearing on the other podcast, people were thinking it was like one of those games that just never was going to come out. Okay, did you back it? No, I mean this is like before I even knew much about Kickstarter. Okay. I don't know the exact date on Kickstarter, but it wasn't like a long time in the making for what I understand. Gotcha. And apparently when it first came out, it had a bunch of bugs and it wasn't like, if you look at the reviews on it, some of them are not so friendly because I think they rushed it because they took it so much time and then they just worked out all the bugs. Like they had like head updates on it because I did. I mean, there's only a few bugs I noticed, which is like trophies not popping or something like that. But well, did you play on the PS4? Yeah, I played on PS4. Oh wow! After release, so 
did you play this on the Vita? I did, yeah. Yeah. Did you? Okay, so that's probably why you didn't experience very many uh, bugs, Kudo, because when I was playing on the Vita, the game would crash all the fucking time, and I would lose a couple hours of playtime because I didn't save. So I didn't feel like I needed to. Oh, shit. So, so you played it on PS4, Nick? I played it on PS4 and double-dipped. Oh, oh, oh. But, okay. I think it's on, it's on the Switch right now for like a dollar fifty. <laughs> There's no trophy. There's no trophies on that though. <laughs> he double platinum it. Oh, I was saying because you only pay for it once, right? It's cross play, right? Uh, yeah. Or whatever you call it, cross platform or whatever. I don't know what the hell word is. I bought it digitally, but I also bought the limited run version. Did you get? Did you get the cool case for it? Because the case looks pretty sweet. I got the uh, PlayStation Four version. I bought. Nicole's home, so I gotta mute this one. Okay. Y'all keep talking. Alright. Um, I think this is like the last game like Nick and Brent were going to play, because I saw that Brent had some trophies on this, but I don't know if he ever, fin like, I don't think he ever finished it. <clears throat> yeah, well, I've been, was hyping, trying to get everybody to play it there for a while. Yeah, it took me a while, but I mean, it's for like, I mean, it's a short game, so that's what kind of like, I like about it. I mean, it's, it's like, because they're, I mean, that's what Nick and Brett were doing. They were like when they were doing their uh, short games in between long games, and they were picking like a couple of them stupid fucking games, <laughs> like Evil Land, which I didn't play it, so it sounded to me like it wasn't that fucking great. Well, uh, listen to the review; they actually kind of liked. I thought they liked it a little bit. It wasn't bad. I, what, what? There was a couple of them they didn't like. I don't. I get all them little ones they played. I get mixed in. Yeah. There was the one that uh, that you played that was on the phone. I forget the hell the name of it. On the phone? It's a phone game. You were trying to talk me into playing it. It's like a really good story, apparently. It's like doctors or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Damn. I'll I, have to I don't look remember, it up. I don't remember playing any games on the phone. Maybe you, maybe you played it on the computer. You are trying to tell me to play it on the phone. Uh, is it like like a three hour, a four hour game or something like? Yeah. Oh, to the moon. To the moon. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, you should definitely play that. Like when you're at work one day, you could play. You could probably finish that in like a day, like a night at work. Yeah. It's just is it a Nick back. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't a call. Some random fucking name. Oh, nice. Well, you are in Portland, Nick. There's homeless people probably looking for you. Probably. So, believe it or not, the, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, we had like the side yard thing, and, and Nicole goes out there with the cats because she lets them roam around there and they like, like it. But uh, she went out there, and there's a big old pile of fucking human feces just sitting in the middle of the yard. <laughs> and uh, one of our like lawn chairs got dragged over to behind the fence and it looks like somebody used the chair to the fence after they took a shit in the yard it's like oh fun what the fuck uh, what hey i mean <laughs> have at it i guess better you than me i'll stay my happy little ass for expert yeah i haven't i haven't second thoughts about this area yeah well is nicole happy 
But we're trying to get out of Portland proper to this fucking shit. Right. The place we're in. And we're not really big city people. So we would rather have something more rural. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't like cities, so. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. So we we were just talking. Did uh, you and um, Brent plan on playing this game, like, before everything happened? Or was it like? Uh, uh, yeah, so we were supposed to do the review for this. And then do the one for uh, Fell Seal, Arbiter's Mark. Oh, the FFT, FFT game? Yeah. Uh, so I ended up doing it. And I was just, because he was like doing girlfriend shit for whatever fuck. I don't know. Um, and so we were supposed to record this. And he kept pushing it off. So that's why there was no episode for like the last two months before he died. Because we were supposed to record this. And then we were supposed to record Fell Seal. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Uh, not this week I'm busy. Oh yeah, not this week I'm busy. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're not fucking recording this show anymore. <laughs> uh, um, and then he got so, so yeah. like, okay, we're not doing it at all. Uh, so, so I was, I think, I was think I was talking like right after it happened with uh, Anderson about doing an episode for this. Um, but it just took me a while to get over that whole uh, recording. Humble. Right, understandable. Um, and then now we're all doing it together. So probably... yeah, I checked like his trophies and I saw that he had a few of them, but he didn't. He, I don't think he finished it. So he must have just not been really playing that many games those last couple months. Probably not. I know he said his girlfriend was playing uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon oh. Warrior Eleven. The fuck's it called? Dragon Quest. Dragon. Well, it used yeah. to be Dragon Warrior up until. Um, like what, four or something, or five? I mean. Yeah, it was like trademarked in the United States as Dragon. Like Dragon Quest was trademarked by like a board game or something. I think Dragon Warrior sounds better, in my opinion. But yeah, that's why I always call it Dragon Warrior. <laughs> yeah, I still do, but I don't really like the series anymore. So you haven't tried yeah. the last game? It's good. Yeah, we'll see it one day, Guja. <laughs> We were supposed to do fucking a show on that, but he never got around to playing that shit. And I got stuck with other shit, but that's life. So, um, uh, but yeah, Z- this game is made by two people. I don't. Did y'all? Did you? Did you know that, Nick? Just like two people, uh, the whole thing. From what I understand, the only thing that they that I know for a fact they they subbed out the music. They didn't make the music. Okay, I was gonna say there's like a studio of the music, and it's pretty kick-ass. And I, I, I'm assuming in prior games, maybe they made their own music. I mean, gamers like people do do that. Like the guy that Cave Story, Undertale, all them people, they made their own music, but they didn't make this music. I don't know if they subbed some shit out at the very end to get it done, but I listened to a podcast uh, back on US Gamer RPG podcast, and they interviewed one of the guys from it, and he was saying that like he would never make a game this size ever again because it was just too much damn work. Like he, he in the podcast, he sounded burnt the fuck out. I guess that's generally why you have a fucking team. Yeah, I mean it's a it's there's a lot to the game and everything for two people to make it. I mean that's why it took them whatever I assume it was years, like four or five years to make it. I think where they fucked up, but they're a little too ambitious. Yeah, for sure. Compared to like the other shit that they make, because even like the graphics and everything, it's way better than the bullshit that was on the other games. Yeah. And I think with the Penny Arcade game, like that wasn't their game. They just kind of worked on it because there's a one in part one in part two. So they like, presumably already had 
that they could just use and they just had to cobble the shit together. Yeah. I mean, I said this before, though. I wish that they could get, like, the budget for, like, you know, like, to- Tokyo RPG size budget. Because I think they could make a really, like, a really, like, special game. Not that I don't love this game, but, like, yeah, they should with a team, like a team and a legit ride and all that stuff. Yeah, they should have went like the Banner Saga route and like did like episodes, you know, so that way they could at least get something out and get money for it, and then like do another one, and then then they could put it all together as like one thing, you know, at the end. I mean, I've heard that they didn't make like they didn't really make shit off this game, especially since it bombed off the get go. Yeah, I mean, it's worth. I mean, I think it's worth it. Like, it's really good. I really for what it is, I think I really like it. I mean, I love it. Yeah, I guess we'll, we can we we'll get the gameplay and all that. Yep. I guess there's like also stigma against Kickstarter games where people think it's uh like people are getting fleeced, like they deserve more than they're put into it when they don't understand that they are technically funding a project. They're not entitled to anything. Right. Yeah, they don't read the yeah. fine. They don't read the fine print. Yeah, I don't know what this game like hit on it i do know it was a pretty big kickstarter for when i like, I heard about it on a few different podcasts so i assume it was a fairly big kickstarter but i guess when you take five years to make a game then um when it goes somewhere. yeah and they you know and they have jobs from what i understand so it's just not like they just like took the money and were working on the game like they were doing it on the side which is i guess why it took so long let's see so they made uh, one thousand or one hundred thirty-two thousand six hundred eighty-nine dollars from Kickstarter. Damn. So it was a success, but not like a great success. They barely. What? What, had a... what year was that? Um, like a while. It was like like five six years ago, right? Uh, well, the estimated delivery is December 2014, so it would have presumably been at least maybe a year before then. But they oh, okay, so uh, I guess the, so. It's like four years, like in late because it came out 2018, right? Or 2017? Yeah, I think so. One of those. Yeah, no wonder people are getting worried. That's thought it was gonna be one of the the FFT shit. <laughs> the hell's that called? Dude, I don't even know. Uh, but uh, unsung song, unsung story, or whatever. Have you followed any of the info on that? Uh, no, but I, I guess it's still supposed to be coming out, right? I think yeah, from what little I've read, like the original... The thing is Scratch, right? Huh? Isn't there like, isn't they like, like scratching everything that they're supposed to be? It's like some online bullshit now? Well, I think apparently what happened is like they had, they contracted with like some development group or they they were working on it quote unquote and then somebody just took the money and ran and then somebody else that had a contract for it was like well we can't just fucking leave this project to die so we'll pick up the slack so they were they're developing the game without any of the money that went into it is madsen still involved uh i don't know i haven't really been looking too much into it like i was just kind of curious about what the fuck the situation was and it's like essentially i think somebody took the money and ran and then some other people were like uh well, what do we do now? So they're kind of, and so they had like re- revamped the whole system. It's, it's not like that hex thing that they were planning on doing. It's oh damn! Traditional, just turn-based thing. So, well, well, at least this game didn't turn out like that. Yeah. It could, could have been worse. 
yeah, I mean. Uh, I think overall it's not a bad game, but we'll get into it. So uh, I guess we'll start with gameplay. Does anybody want to talk about I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll go with gameplay. Um, are we just going to do likes and not likes? Or just uh, talk about it? We'll do a general overview, then we'll kind of do what we like, what we do not. Alright, so the gameplay is turn-based battle. Um, it's like FF10 as far as the way your turns go. You can see the counter on the right, and you can see who's going to go win, so you can kind of line up stuff. But I mean, what makes it unique is so, it's kind of hard to me to explain everything in it. Who's play- have you, did you play it in it recently? Yeah, I thought it was more kind of like Chrono Trigger to me. No, it was Chrono Trigger is, is, is active time. Yeah, isn't it ATB? No, this is turn-based. This is like FF10 or Cold Steel or whatever, where you, you see your turns. It's like a counter on the right, and you're yeah. just like, okay, Alyssa's going to go this turn, and the next turn's going to be so-and-so, and he's this turn. I guess it felt like Chrono Trigger just because maybe the graphics or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's graphically looks like Fantasy Star 4 myself, but... I mean, so you can, like... The, the cool thing about the game is you can just line up all these awesome attacks because you have, like, style points. So each time you do a move, and so you gotta do you want to do, like, different stuff every turn to increase your style points because the more your style points go up, the more damage you do, the less damage you take. And then once you hit, you have these certain, like, little blocks. And once you, so you have, like, three or four of them or whatever, each turn one fills up. But when it lands on the last one, you go into hyper mode, and that's when you can do, like, crazy-ass strong attacks. So you kind of want to, like, line up your buffs and your debuffs on your enemies. Well, this is what I do in very hard. What did y'all play in? I said normal. What did you play on, Nick? Either normal or hard, not the hardest of building. You fucking pussy, Nick. <laughs> Look, I played up until uh, after that first uh, mission where you go to that abandoned laboratory or whatever. I played that on hard, and then I went to very hard. Well, my thing was like I played up until that point on very hard, and it was like it was like a completely different fucking game because it was more like a puzzle game where you had to figure out the exact right movements each battle. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, like, this is this I'm not this is stressing me out because like I'm losing these fights because like I accidentally used the wrong buff two <laughs> or something, and I just got my dude just got fucked up. Like I. I was surviving fights with, like, one guy left with, like, two health every time. I'm like, this is fucking arduous, man. I'm yeah. having a good time. So I dropped the difficulty down, and it was still challenging, uh, but it wasn't, like, you have to perfectly pick each attack in order. Because, like, I was going, based on, like, how you have to equip uh, eight skills and you get more than that, and you only get, like, four item slots and shit. I'm like, this is going to suck when I get to the point where I have to... Like, go into the menu after every battle and be like, okay, what abilities do I need to equip on my characters for this particular fight in order to fucking win? And then yeah, have to redo that shit. I'm like, that... I always spent like over 20 minutes with certain random encounters, just like trying to figure out what to do and what not to do, and then you have RNG involved too, like... But, you know, so on the combat, when you get to, you line up that attack, but, I mean, if you don't line up the attack... It's probably the same thing kind of hard, too. Like, you you have to, like, line up certain things. Because the longer the battle drags out, the, this way the game's designed, the stronger the enemies get. So after so much time, you just start getting your fucking crushed. So if you don't, like, 
you can't figure shit out. You can't just keep taking 20 minutes on a battle. I mean, you'll die. So you kind you kind of have it's like designed for you to line up attacks and figure things out, or you just get your shit wrecked. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe on normal and I mean I'm sure on easy it doesn't matter. But normal, I still I imagine to a point you can't dick around with so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. If, I don't remember if I played on normal or hard, but I remember I, to get a trophy you have to beat like a battle on like the super hard mode, and so I did that. And it's like yeah, like you're saying, you have to do it perfectly. Or else you die, and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna do this without breaking my controller eight times." So that's why I, dro- I dropped it down to normal or hard. I can't remember which one, but I got it to where it was like still challenging, but it wasn't like I I was dying all the time. So I, I don't know if that's normal or hard, but it was one of the two. Well, you, you get like, the, I mean, the other cool thing. So you like you line up all your attacks, and then you try to get it right. So you like, you know, if Alyssa has a move where it's like next turn she does extra damage well if you line that up with your you know on the hyper mode and then you got somebody else buff because you can do a bunch of you can stack buffs you like somebody else can make her attack go up or you know whatever and you can just line up everything and just do like i mean there, i was doing like fifteen thousand fifteen thousand worth of damage on like the last boss of the list of so doing stuff like that There's, like if i wasn't doing that if it line up perfectly i might as well just start over because you get fucked Okay. Uh, we also have the fact that, uh, like early game, I guess for like most games in general, you have limited resources. Uh, things are more difficult because you don't have those stacking buffs available to you. Uh, so, I guess maybe if I had stuck with it and you leveled up and unlocked more abilities, it would have gotten a little easier. Like you have more, a little bit more wiggle room for error. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's, I mean, the thing is, like, so I didn't, I don't know if. You knew that you, you can redo battles. I didn't know it till the beginning of the game. I only did the just to see what it was. So if you, you can redo certain battles, but other than that, there's certain times where you can't. I thought the whole game was designed to where you couldn't redo battles till the end. So I thought it was cool that I could pretty much beat the game on very hard with not ever redoing a whole battle. Like the fact that you can do that's cool, even though it takes fucking time. But you can figure it out. Yeah, it's cool that you can just. Encounter again or restart the battle from you. You can like restart your last battle in certain dungeons. I think. You can go back through the like, after you beat the after you beat like a level. You can go back there and like replay all the the fights if you want. But it's like an like I don't know. There's like a like a option an options menu. You pick like replay battle. <clears throat> yeah, but, you, but the enemy on the enemy never appears on like the overworld or the map. No, you said to go where the enemy was on the screen, and then you hit replay battle. And yeah. It goes up. yeah. See, I didn't know that was the thing until the very end of the game. So, like, I never redid a battle. So, even though I died a bunch of times on certain random or certain encounters, like, I was able to beat the game on very hard without ever ever grinding at all, just by figuring things out. I mean, I think that's pretty fucking cool. Most games you're going to have to grind at some point. But that is a grind. But that's just a different grind. Your grind is, like, figuring it out. Other people's grind is like buffing, like getting. Well, no, there's certain games that you're gonna play where there's you're just gonna hit a wall and you're gonna have to go spend an hour and, and level up. There's there's no way around it. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> but uh, anyways, so you get you get the style points, and then the cool thing about the style points too is, so if you lose all your life and you have a certain amount of style points, I think it's fifty on every setting, but very hard. I think on very hard, it's a hundred. 
then if you have 100 style points and they kill you, you go into like desperate mode. Or then you have to make a decision. So you go into negative health, basically. You have to make a decision whether or not you want to do like a shit ton of damage your next turn and die, that character dies. Or try to outdo the negative and heal them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. So certain abilities you can only use in desperation mode, I think. Yeah. So, since the game is designed to be fast-paced, I mean, like, there's times where, like, you really want to make that decision, like, to to, to attack if you have a setup right. Well, yeah, because if you kill the enemy and you win the battle, then you win. Or even even if that even if you don't kill them and they die off, like if you try to bring this person back and they have like twenty fucking health with zero style points, they're not gonna. And the battle's already been going on for five minutes. You're not gonna be doing shit, no damage with that character, and they're almost useless to you anyways, other than taking a hit or two. And I like how every ability in the game kind of like. You can, there's abilities that you get in the beginning of the game that you still can use at the end. They're still useful. You know, a lot of games you play, like, you just keep using, like, the last two abilities you get. Yeah, I like that there's a lot of, like, you can do it however your play style is. So that's that's what, that's really cool about this game. That's, okay. And each, each character is unique. Yeah, each character is unique. But there are some garbage characters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, should we... You always want to talk about the characters, I guess, because that's more gameplay than story, really. Yeah, there's eleven. Like, there's eleven recruitable ones. Do you have them written down? But I think I know all of them. Uh, I didn't. Alyssa, Alyssa, who's Chan, Dave. Chan's uh, who... like your magic kind of user. Dave is like your ability guy, tech guy. I guess it's called hack hackitude in that game. Then you get Flynn, who's like Alyssa's cousin. He's kind of garbage. He's just like a good tank for the time you have him. He's good while you get him, but then after you get someone else, he's he doesn't he doesn't. I mean, he's he's useful to me when I had him, but like I don't see how I, he could have been useful to me at, at all after that. Then you get Lauren, who's pretty fucking cool, but she kind of sucks. You get Cybe, the little prey manis guy. Yeah, he's he, awesome. Yeah, I used him at the end for end game. Yeah, I think everybody kind of does. Then you got the uh, alien bounty hunters, Zorn, whatever his name is. Zorn? I think it's Zorn. Zorn, yeah. He's pretty cool. Then you get the other alien, which you said you liked, the ghost guy. Or, I said... Uh, <clears throat> or, yeah, I never really used him too much, but he is kind of cool. So he comes back to life, I think, when he dies, right? Yeah, I thought the, the whole species was kind of a cool species type thing. Yeah. And then you get the one character where you have her, what, I forget her name, the one that you're kind of, like, following the whole time, and then she, kinda like, turns on you, right? Yeah, spoilers. It starts with A. Athena or some shit like that. There yeah, then you get you get the stupid fucking robot who's just straight-up garbage. Yeah, I don't see how anybody could ever be useful with him. <laughs> He's good for breaking out of like that prison, and after because that's the only one you have. His only like his his move is just like to blow himself up. Like okay, <laughs> I guess he probably. Has, I guess if he has like desperation mode, like his style points are up, but then he had desperation modes, he could probably do some like high end attacks. Well, no, see, I looked it up because I'm like I'm curious before we talk about the game. I'm like I'm curious if he's like one of those characters that everybody thinks is shitty, but if you really know what you're doing with him, he's fucking awesome. But when I like searched it or whatever, everybody pretty much has him at low tier. So I think he's probably just. A shit character. And then you have Sue, right? Is that the last one? Yeah, Sue. 
who I didn't use that much, but he's pretty decent. Yeah, I use him in the beginning, like when you have him, he's the muscle or whatever. But, but yeah, basically my final party was uh, Alyssa, uh, Dave, Saibi, and uh, Zorv. What was your final party, Nick? Uh, Alyssa, Tron, Dave, and Saibi. Uh, so I had Alyssa. Yeah, I think me and you had the same thing, Nick. I had Saib, Chan, Dave, and Alyssa. And I really don't. I don't think I'm very hard the way I play the game. I don't think there's uh, there's certain characters that you just you're not going to, be able to use without grinding or something like that. Like Lauren and the robot. There's no fucking way in hell I was ever going to beat the game with them on my party. Definitely not. And then like you need characters that can buff and heal and have good burst damage and. Sh- yeah, Dave has the one stun spell, which like you really fucking need because you can stun and then you can make them make them vulnerable after they're stunned. And it's vulnerable like doubles the damage, so you can add that as a buff for like your special attack. Yeah, and then Saibi is like buff like with his songs and stuff. Yeah, his songs are awesome. His aren't his his aren't songs though. Lauren has the songs. His is something else. I forget what the hell his shit's called. He's got song. He's got pain song, and then he's got like. Uh... Oh, so they're both called songs? Yeah. Well, him and, him and he's Lauren's... Got, he's got rebirth well, songs. Well, Lauren's shit is poison and shit. She's garbage. Like, I I wanted to like her because I think she looks fucking cool. But she's just not very good. He has a share life. Uh, Saibi has that share life, too. That's really, really good. Yeah, he's awesome. And the way I was working this game, I kind of like that shit. Because you don't have to, like, think about wasting items. You just have... You, I think we have four items that you can use. Total. Yeah, you start with three, and like you have to find the fourth slot. But it, so if you don't talk to people, you'll never get it because it's like one random NPC at the <laughs> that uh, rebel base thing you go to. Yeah, I must have got it because I, I I think I had a four. The thing that pisses me off though about the items, there's four other slots that you can't use. I think it's just a fucking program issue they never fix. Yeah, I was like, why did you show me that? I was like looking everywhere for like a long time before I looked it up. Like, oh, I guess it just doesn't have it. But you can only use the item once in battle, so you kind of have to plan when the hell you want to use it. And, I mean, you just select out of the... How many items is there total in the game? Um, maybe. I remember there being a big selection. No, maybe 8 or 10 tops. I count 12. Yeah, you get a couple of potions, you get, like, the bomb, the clock. But the thing with the items is, like, you got them forever. It's like, you use them once per battle, but they regenerate. Yeah, so it's cool. It's like, you don't have to, like, stress over, like, you know, how I always do in games, where you're, like, holding on to your fucking elixir until the end of the fucking game. And then you never use it. <laughs> yeah, you never fucking use it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you have abilities, too, or is that what they're called? The this thing on the right, where they're, like, one-time abilities in uh, yeah, abilities. programs. Programs, there you go. That's what you call them. And you got to have a certain amount of like hackitude when you equip your shields to use those programs, right? Yeah. So like the shields are pretty useful. You kind of like certain ones are kind of geared towards certain characters. Yeah, you got a weapon, a shield, and an accessory that everyone can equip, and like everyone has their own I mean, unique weapons. But the, I think everyone can equip all the different shields. And they're all pretty useful. Like some of the shields that you get, like if I recall correctly, because there's like for each level of percent of or whatever like number hackitude you have you can unlock more programs right is that how it works yeah, yeah so depending yeah. on the shield right uh, your hackitude so, like, your hackitude has to be up to get the use the shield programs 
And like so, like right. like for Dave, like I had him with the Dark Shield, even though the shield sucked. Like it gave you a Void Wave, which was like a super awesome move. So I kept that on him forever. Dave's a fucking beast. Yeah, like he's a he's a like a hell am I thinking of? Glass Cannon. I mean, he gets his ass wrecked, but he he's good for uh, debuffing and buffing, and he has pretty good abilities too. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff I didn't I, I didn't get to. Like, I saw there's like some hackitude where you need like 99. So there's something like some kind of setup I didn't have right. And then there's like the extra per like you. I don't really remember this, but you said there's like the extra person that you can have. Yeah, there's a part in the party. Like other people you recruit for your, like your ship and stuff, there's like a whole. So it's got, like a, it's got like a whole kind of like Sukaden vibe with that, where you have like just recruit people after a certain point. Yeah, and then like the you can take one of them with you into battle basically, but they don't like fight or anything. They just give you like a buff somehow. So like one of them's like the guy I used was Kevin Clark. He had Reagan, fifteen hit points. So because because your name's Kevin, is that why you used him? Duh, that's what. <laughs> I mean, there's another one that was really good. It's like style plus twenty five. Um, item effect plus twenty five. I mean, there's a lot, there's some good ones in here. Gunmancy plus fifty percent. I totally forgot about that part until you brought it up. Cunning plus fifteen. I mean, there's some really good ones. <clears throat> so depending on your playstyle, you can really help yourself out with that. So if you're yeah, if you want like your hackitude's low, I think there's one for hackitude, so you can get those moves you want. Stats plus and I, There's one guy stats plus five. There you go. <laughs> then they're like, as far as like, um, you know, there's the buffs and debuffs, but uh, like poison and rust. And a lot of like, I like how the, that shit's useful in this game. And a lot of games, like you're never gonna poison a fucking boss. Like it just doesn't happen. Or if you do, it's not fucking useful. But I mean, this game rust, which is basically like poison on mechanical enemies. Like if you can get that shit to land. Especially if you like, if you do it on your hyper uh, mode, then you have a better chance of leaning it. I mean, it helps out a lot. Yeah. It also like is a attack debuff. Right? Yeah. Or something. But it makes them shit. Yeah. Forget all you know. There's like vulnerable, which I think does twice as much damage. There's stun, rust, poison. Yeah. So there's charm, disarm, vulnerable, which take double damage from the next hit, and raid, which is like. Pretty much, you pretty much have like you have. I'm uh, very hard. You like have to pretty much land that. Poison, rust, and curse. I don't remember what curse does. Uh, fifteen percent damage penalty lowers ailment resistance. Only works on astral enemies. Oh, well. In other words, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. I guess so when you're Free. on the astral enemies, it helps. But I mean, there's like times where you want to switch. Like so, rust. You know, it's it's basically poison on. On enemy, like you want that, like that ability is always going to be useful to you the whole yeah. game. It says Rust cuts defense in half, reduces turn frequency, only works on robotic enemies. Unless so it doesn't do damage. It just well, whatever. I don't. It, it definitely helps a lot. So they they go less often, and their defense is halved. So that's really. I know cool. I, it's pretty much like I I needed all that shit a lot of times. Okay. And then enemies have their own element of weakness. Like a fire, it was just fire, water, and lightning. That's all there is, right? Yeah, and it says enemies gain resistance as they recover from ailments, so it's harder to get the thing to work a second. Yeah, time. that's why you like another reason why you have to line up your attacks because 
can't just keep dicking around casting. If you don't do it on like a power move, then you're kind of wasting damage almost. And like I said, like the longer the battle goes on, the more you start getting your shit wrecked. So you can't just like piddle around and defend. So like, yeah, we didn't get into that, but every time you use so programs, you're going to use once. They're done for the rest of the battle. Items you're going to use once are done for the rest of the battle. But your abilities, you can use them once until, or most abilities. Like Alyssa has, like, certain people have, like, one that's basically like an attack you can use over and over again. But once you use it, it's gone until you defend. Okay. So you kind of want to, like, line up everything. And since battles go fast, you, you don't you don't want to defend all the time because you waste a turn, too many turns, and you're kind of fucking yourself. Yep, yeah, so... Yeah, the battle, the battle system. Get... What are you saying? I was just say you can also get different types of defending, so it's not just defending like as yeah normally. Like you can you switch uh, between like, like party or buff style for everybody, weird shit like that. It's pretty cool. I that that they have options for that for your for just for your simple something simple defending too. So yeah. um... The battle system is probably one of the best parts about this game. It's just so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like, I love it. I would go as far as to say it's in my top three favorite battle systems ever. Yeah, it's up there with Grandia and Steamworld Heist. I really like a lot too. So I guess you want to go through our uh, likes and dislikes. So yeah, uh, I guess we'll start with Travis since he's just been raving. About- <laughs> I mean, I I I like everything about the battle system as far as gameplay. I mean, there's not one thing that I don't like. The only thing I can see as a negative for some people, which is not for me because I love it so much, is that if you're going to play him very hard, you're going to need some uh, some RNG here and there to go your way. But I mean, just play, like that's my decision to play him very hard and to suffer through that. So I don't really feel like that's a negative. Other than that, I don't have anything bad to say about the gameplay itself. Like, I like how it's a fast-paced battle. I love, like, the way they do the programs, the one-time use, one-time use for items. I like, like every ability, for the most part. Like, there's, you'll be using the ability you got in the early in the game towards the end of the game at some point. If, you know, you just, each time you go into a boss battle, you're going to have to swap around things. I mean, there's certain abilities that are OP that you're always going to keep on, but there's other smaller you're going to have to switch around because every turn kind of counts. So, yeah, I, don't, I have no complaints for the battle system. Uh, so what about you, Kim? Um, yeah, I like the different uh, the shields and the different uh, equip- things you can equip that, like, uh, I don't know, they do different things. Like, there's different programs you get in the, basically on your, based on your style of play, you can, um, Set it up how you want it to. Uh, but yeah, the battle system is just great, like you are saying. It's, I mean, like we were just talking about everything. Um, just the way the battles go. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, the only thing, like, uh, the only thing I didn't like is, like you were saying, the, the RNG is just annoying sometimes, where it's just they get super lucky and then you just wipe. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't really have much else bad things to say about. It, so that that's the main draw of this game. Like I said before, is just the battle system. So. Okay, all right. Uh, so for me, I liked the uh, kind of return to like the old school, old school overworld map thing. That uh, that's kind of 
uh, art nowadays where um, where it's similar to the Chrono Trigger where you, you leave the, the building you're in or the, the town you're in or whatever and you get onto the overworld map and you have those sprite and you're walking around it's uh, Um I like that there were um, kind of places to explore that weren't really advertised as places to go. Like uh, my first playthrough for the PS4, I missed like uh, two optional areas because I didn't know that I could go to them. Uh, when I played it on the Vita, like one was a cave um, that was just out of the, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like you had to go out of your way uh, to get to it. And it had like this random piece of equipment in it and some dudes to fight, so nothing like super important. Uh, but I thought it was cool that they offered uh, off the beaten path. Yeah, you don't see that much anymore. Um, otherwise, yeah, like you guys said, the combat uh, pretty great, uh, very strategic, and uh, very flexible uh, to an extent. Like if you, you can't load yourself up with like a bunch of just support abilities, obviously, because you'll never fucking be able to kill anything. But uh, as long as you're smart with your ability selections and your uh, shield selections, you can pretty much get through everything without too much of a hassle. Um, if I were to say anything bad about it, I guess I would say that some of the abilities felt useless to me. Like, like I would never use them, ever. Um, like, especially stuff like against uh, specific t enemy types. Like, you would have to almost have played the game before or have previously died against an encounter to be like, oh, so there's spectral enemies in this fight that I might have to use the spectral ability for. I guess I should equip that. Otherwise, I was found there's some other abilities that I would have more get more use out of uh, than any of that random that would be just clogged up my ability list. I mean, I, I agree with that on certain characters. I think pretty much uh, some of the better characters, in my opinion. Most of their abilities are useful, but I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, some of the shit, you, it's like, why waste a turn using this fucking move <laughs> or even have it? Exactly. I, like, it's, some of the stuff, I only had it on my characters because I learned it before I had any more abilities that I right. could swap it out with. So, uh, it was also, I guess, kind of frustrating at times. Uh, to have a single use ability, um, especially like a heal or something, and not have access to it when you needed it, but that's not really the game's fault as much. Uh, uh, I mean, that's where um, it's everybody's fault because the game fucked you over, but you also used the ability at the wrong time. But yeah, I mean, uh, Chan like cause she has the move where it can hit, think it hit uh, you know AOE. That's like I she was like my healer for that. Yeah, he's sure as a healer too. And then she has the one uh, pretty strong move too that can hit everybody. But you, I kind of saved her more. Yep. Um, there's All one right. more. There's one more thing I wanted to say that I liked about it was like the whole um, uh, recruiting the characters like sequeled in. I like that were for your ship. And there's there was one I missed at the very beginning of the game that I had, like started over. Like, uh, in the very beginning of the game, there's, like, one guy that were, like, the whole, like, scientist, like, scientist, like, team gets wiped out, and, like, one guy survives, but I didn't go all the way back to the left side of the screen and find him. So, 
But yeah, I like yeah, no. that whole thing was pretty cool. Where you could recruit different guys for your, for a ship. Yeah. Another guy because I had to restart to get him too because I was pretty sure I explored everywhere, but obviously not. Yeah, you go over a little bit farther and it's like, oh, there he is. I was like, damn. Yeah, it's very crunchy. Like into like the little areas that you can just like go off to. To me, it's like a combination of Chrono Trigger and Fantasy Star Four is what they went for. Yeah. Marco Zoll was the guy. Desperate damage plus 50%. <laughs> Damn. So that's the guy I missed and I had to go back and... It was only like a chapter, so it wasn't that big of oh, a deal. I guess it's probably gameplay. I didn't do... Did, did you guys do the two optional bosses? Yeah. And that's the... One of them, that's one of the one things... Of, uh, one of them's from like one of the other games, right? Yeah. One I think one of them's from like Cthulhu Saves the World or some shit. Yeah, one is Cthulhu. Apparently they're hard as shit, right? Uh, they're are they harder of, than the last boss or no? They're not. I don't. I didn't think they were as hard as the last boss because the last boss has like two forms. So, the the last the the two optional bosses were okay. It's just like they are kind of glitchy where like they wouldn't pop the trophy every time. So I had to I had to beat like Cthulhu three times. I was pretty pissed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was like something that kind of irked me that I didn't know about them. Was I heard that they were someone told me they were harder? And I was like, fuck. Kind of wouldn't. But if they're not, then I don't really care. They're not hard. Uh, I didn't think they were that they, hard. They pretty much, for me, came down to the, the tried and true boss fight tactic that I always ended up using with the party setup I had, where you had, uh, like, Alyssa boost. Uh, like, you, you give Dave the void shield or whatever, and then you have Alyssa boost him, Saibu boost him, him boost himself, Chan boost him, and then just boost him three fucking turns so that when you use uh, Void Pierce ability or whatever the fuck it is, program, he does, like, 9999999 damage to the boss and kills him. Yeah, some yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. See, I was doing similar, but I was doing mine with Alyssa. That's probably why I had that. That's probably why I had that. Oh yeah, I mean, I, my Alyssa was doing the most damage, but I, I was using Dave to do vulnerable, and then have them buff Alyssa. Then Alyssa has the move where next turn goes like does double damage so it was some ridiculous fucking shit that i had going on but everything everything had to line up right or it was a wash and i just pretty much had to start over so, yeah. i got you well, well uh, if everybody's done with gameplay you want to give it a score yeah i'm going five out of five all right <laughs> what about you Tra uh kevin yeah i'll give it five as well i really liked it okay uh, I will give it a four and a half, I guess. You and your half stars. <laughs> like, it was, it's... I, I get it, I, I get it. It's off because, like, it's not a perfect system, uh, but very, very well. I just don't think I'd ever give anything a five, so to me it's five-worthy because it's, like, I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm not trying to say it's perfect. I'm just saying, like, to me it's a five because it's the best, like, it's the top tier, you know what I mean? Like, this is, the ratings are like a hard and fast. Right. Uh, like, this means this. Like, we all have our own objective and subjective opinions about things. And so this is just our personal personal rating, yep. I guess. So what's up but, next? Uh, well, well, movie break. we've got a music break. Uh, so I guess it's going to be a, a running theme. 
for every game that we do, we'll just have the main theme be the first one, because that's usually something that Brent would... Uh, so, coming up is the main theme for Cosmic Star Hero. So now we're going to get into the story. Um, I guess I will just fucking give a brief overview on this, and then you guys feel free to correct me if I am. <laughs> I, I, you ain't going to worry about that, because I don't remember shit. <laughs> so uh, the general theme for this game is like a spy game, um, but I've never really watched like any James Bond movies or anything, so I don't know how close it is to like a whole spy trope. Uh, uh, but essentially, you start the game off as uh, Alyssa. She works for this uh, private company that does hostage negotiations and saves the saves the world kind of trophy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the story doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, uh, yeah, so like uh, you go in and you're but you start the game off. You're breaking into this. Uh, skyscraper and you're trying to save some hostages from these terrorists and you end up disarming a bomb before it blows up um and then everybody's like oh yeah great job you're the best wonderful spy mission complete awesome and you go to the spy headquarters and uh like you get your next mission and you hook up with your party members chan and dave uh, and you, you get sent to this uh, abandoned facility that you have to explore on this alien planet um, where your job is to recover some alien technology uh, could potentially be used for bad. So you're trying to stop that before it happens. Uh, as you're exploring it, like you find out that the whole facility is abandoned because there's like experimented on creature that just fucking ate everybody. And like as you're walking through, they present it as like a, a haunted house type thing. Where like it's supposed to be scary because like 
the lights are off. There's like dead shit fucking everywhere. Uh, like, as soon as you walk in, like you see like these eyes that glow and then disappear, which was the nice little touch. Uh, uh, yeah, and you get in, you you kill the monster, you recover the technology, and then uh, this character walks in afterwards, and the she's like talks to this like robot thing or something. Uh, so you're assuming that she's like the bad guy, but uh, you see her again later, and uh, as you leave, uh, um, you get back to your headquarters and you fall asleep and you have some nightmare uh, about like the world being taken over or something, and you decide the technology you stole is bad and the, the people you work for shouldn't have it, so you are going to steal it back. So you spend the whole chapter there uh, becoming a fugitive for your own company, uh, which you've decided is now shitty. You take the technology and you steal it and you're on the run and you decide to work with the terrorist organization uh, that you were working with before, or that you're hunting before. Um, and ordered, At the end of the chapter, it was revealed that the director is a piece of shit and wants the technology that you have so that you can control people so there's no more crime or something like that, right? Like yeah, it's one those... yeah. It's a, it's a mind control, control device, basically. Like psychopath bullshit or something. Yeah. Um, so you reveal those two colors, you fight this, like, dragon thingy. Because he's got some weird powers, which were... Which I would have been cool if like they were explored more. Like he's got like something in his blood or something that he can make magic from or some shit. I don't know. And like some creatures from other dimensions or something, and then give them form. And anyway, so you kill the dragon thing he summons. Uh, you start working with the terror. Um, and on the way to meet up with uh, the terrorist leader, um, you have to like go to this festival thing, which was a callback to Chrono Trigger. Yes. And, like, you get to do these, like, little minigame things. Like, it's not much. It's not as involved as it was with Chrono Trigger, but there's, like, some stuff to do, like a scavenger hunt. Uh, Break you know, rock, paper, game scissors, game. some shit. Yes. I think there's rock, paper, scissors. Um, is there rock, paper, scissors? It's, it one there? Those, it's, it's one of those... It's one of those... I'm not rock, paper, scissors. Someone was talking about it on Discord where it's, like, a real pain in the ass to figure out which you gotta fucking keep picking. Oh, no... It's like a it's like a puzzle because it's like you have four glib lobs and then like you like you have to do like math or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was my favorite scissors, but yeah, maybe it's some shit. Guy was saying it was real. It was fun to figure out, but it's also kind of pain in the ass. Yeah, if, I think if you did a Punnett square or something, not not a Punnett square, but it's like one of those things where like you have because it's like J has five eyes, Rex has three apples. And so and so has whatever fucking chairs, and then it, so you have to like figure out who has what and who doesn't have as, as much because they ask you questions like how many goldfish does Jane have, and you're like, ah, where the fuck does this information come from, kind of thing. So yeah, it's one of those things you have to, like write it down and through process of elimination. I think I just I think I looked I think I looked it up. <laughs> That's fine too. Save yourself some time. Uh, but you do the festival thing, you end up getting caught in a trap by the API, which are people you were working for uh and you save well the, um the, the, your like rival tries to assassinate right oh that's right yeah because uh well Echo. We caught in the tra- 
they trap you in that one area, and then that chick tries to snipe your ass. Yeah, and then Lauren comes out and saves you. I only know this because I watched this on Let's Play, like, last week. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember uh, the shit that I had death. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah, because you, uh, you get trapped because you're supposed to be up with this, uh, somebody that works for the, uh, Astraeus people. What the fuck they call Can't remember the terrorists. But it's a you get it's a setup, and Alyssa gets kidnapped, and then is made to stand at this podium thing and give a speech about how great the API is and shit. Uh, and then they have a chick uh, about to snipe her, but she gets stopped, and you, uh, as Alyssa, like, escape, and uh, you end up working with the bounty hunter guy, uh, Zorv, for a little bit to uh, destroy this giant robot that's attacking you to kill you, and you end up piloting the giant robot to fight this other giant monster thing, creature, and then you beat it, and you save the day. And then you end up joining up with uh, the terrorists, and you go to their base, and then it gets attacked by the API, and you have to initiate a self-destruct sequence, and then steal one of their spaceships, uh, to use as your new base. And when you're on the spaceship, uh, you go back to that first planet again, and because uh, they stole the technology back, I think, or somebody stole the technology, or you find something, you get information that somebody has similar technology on a planet. So you go there, um, and originally it's supposed to be on display at some rich guy's mansion or something, and he's having a party. So you sneak into the mansion... Uh, trying to steal the. Uh, is it, uh, is that is this the plant that's like got like the whole steampunk western thing going on? Yes. Yeah, that's a cool area. Yeah, because there's like a bunch of saloons and shit. Yeah. And um. Yeah, so you go in there, you steal the thing, but then you get caught because they knew you were coming. Or no, it was already stolen. It was already stolen by Cybe. So there's nothing to steal, so you get put in the jail of the guy that owns the mansion, and you break out with the help of Clark, the robot guy. And you break, you fight your way through the mansion, you get out, um, and you get information that uh, the alien guy who stole it lives like to the north of the planet in his alien village thing, so you go there. Um... You find out that his species is used to have like this tower thing that they lived in, but then they live in some shitty village because some nightmare creature became attracted to whatever technology they had that they were using and started like taking over the aliens' bodies and shit. So you go into the tower uh, to stop to stop this nightmare creature thing and turn off the technology that's emitting this fucking signal uh, and side B is like oh yeah this is the same technology that's being used in that other mind control technology the only way to prevent your uh, brain from being mind controlled is to get this crystal from this mine that happens to be a couple kilometers down the way so let's go there you go to the mine to get this big ass crystal to use as a countermeasure uh, again against the mind control shit so that you can go and fight uh, the API guy 
who has the mind control shit. And then uh, you go there. <laughs> you go there. You go to this uh, asteroid thing. Uh, does it sound right to you guys? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like a year and a half since I played it. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I, no. I vaguely watched some uh, let's play to like give you an idea of like the different areas, but I don't remember much of the story itself. Other than well, you, you beat that, um, you beat that steel guy, and then um, the other ch- the Astra chick like betrays turns you. right. Yeah, and then she steal. Yeah, then she steals the device from you, and then you have to go fight her on the asteroid. Right? I think that's what happens. I, I know. She, I know she turns on you because you control her that with that one in that one dungeon. Well, yeah. Well, I think that happens. So I think you go to the asteroid, and that's where Steel is because they have like a base there or something. And you get to the end, and you fight him, and he turns into this werewolf thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then you beat him, and you get the mind control device back, and Estrella, because she was actually mind controlled the whole time by the mind control device alien things or something and then she goes to the alien ship and uh, that, like this is like last area of the game so if you go there like they give you a warning that you can't come back or whatever um, and there's some side quests you can do uh, Dave's arcade high score got stolen you have to go figure out why go fight an alien uh, a vampire in the mines and like there's even a zombie thing with that's supposed to make, uh, make fun of I guess Resident Evil 2 with uh, your cousin, dude. Fuck. You gotta say his name. I can't remember. I never used the motherfucker. Who's it? Uh, Alyssa's S- cousin. Oh, Flynn. 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 Garbage. Yeah. Um, yes. So then you go to the spaceship, you fight your way to the end, and you fight Estrella, but she's like inside a machine being reabsorbed or something. So you destroy that, and then it turns to an even bigger machine, and you destroy that, and then you're like. It, you, you get fight another even bigger machine with like these two floating head things that are invulnerable to damage or something and so you have to destroy her before they like wipe your party or do some super attack or some shit but the whole time uh, the boss is like this is inevitable you will never defeat me I am the alpha and omega bullshit uh, and then you defeat it, and everybody have a, has a happy ending. Like, Alyssa quits being a spy. I can't remember what everybody else's happy ending is, but uh, that's the game. Dave probably goes back to the arcade. Probably. Yeah. And Chan probably goes back to her gunmancy shit. Yeah. Well, no, but something happens, and they, like, the last scene is, like, them calling Alyssa, like, we need help. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, because I watched the ending. Yeah, oh, yeah, it sets up the sequel. That would never happen. Unless they get the team and money. That'll never happen. So, uh, what do you guys think about the story? Um, I thought the story was fine. Like, I... I, I think it, it's okay. Like, I don't... Um, don't say I dislike the story, but I never was playing the game to see what happens next. But in the same sense, that wasn't, like, bothering me at, by, at all. Um, I thought it, I, I thought the story is good enough where it kept me going, where I wasn't like bored by it. So, like at least I was like, oh, I wonder what happens next. I wonder what happens next. And some of the characters are pretty unique, or some of the towns were unique enough. Where yeah, I, thought, I like the settings, like you know, yeah, and yeah. and the characters, like you said. I wish the characters were more fleshed out, but I guess you know they kind of 
Yes. Were too ambitious. Too ambitious, like Nick said, and just didn't have the time to. Well, yeah, they didn't need all the characters. They probably could have cut like I don't know three or four of them out where you didn't really need them. But yeah, like the fucking robot. Yeah, and Sue and some of those other people. Like, well, well, Sue kind of. I guess Sue works for the agency or, or some shit. Like, so I guess he's. Yeah, but they could have like, like killed him off or something like that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't need to have him until at the end. I don't know. Like, there's just some things that. Uh, I don't know, just, like you said, they weren't fleshed out, so... But, like, I don't know, towards the end, you, you pretty much had your crew together, and you didn't really need anybody else. I mean, once you had your strategy going, so... Um, but, yeah, like, the characters, like, were unique enough where... I don't know, it was interesting uh, enough, but it wasn't, like, perfect, like you said. There's just... It is what it is, but for a short, I do, for a short I game, do. I think it was good. It was it was good. It, it's adequate and it, it gets the job done. It's not like I do like the whole like Fantasy Star Four part of like far as your character. So like as you're going through the game, you're pretty much from what I understand, you're pretty much forced teams, right? Yeah, until until like the last world or something it, like that. Yeah, until the end, which is like Fantasy Star Four. Kind of through Fantasy Star Four, you're pretty much your team is who you're given through the through the story. And then at the very end, everybody comes back, and then you can just, then you can kindly build the team the way you want towards like the last twenty percent of the game. I like that kind of like there's I kind of like it when games kind of like Final Fantasy Four does this too, where it's like they kind of make you work with what you have throughout the game. So you know, sometimes I get kind of stressed out thinking about who the hell I'm going to take all the time. Then I get stuck on some people and I never use the other people the whole game. So it's nice to like have constant rotation. They had a lot of good ideas, like which was a big part of it. Like a lot of them, are like you can see where they could really expand a lot, of, like the mythos and the the characters and, and the the species and stuff, like that. Whole, yeah. Like the whole alien race that, like, when they die, they come back as a ghost in in like a little tube or something. I don't know. It was that was pretty cool. Like I thought that whole that whole. Yeah, they're leaning heavy on Fantasy Star for with the whole like sci-fi element on that, which is cool. Because there's not there's not that many uh, sci-fi RPGs really. I mean, there's Star Ocean, Fantasy Star. I guess Xenosaga kind of is. It's not really that many that I can think of. So yeah, I never played Fantasy Star, so maybe there's a lot of that influence into it. So there's there's there, there's definitely a lot from Fantasy Star Four. And then I like how it's kind of like Crone Sugar, as far as like your side quest at the very end, where each character has their own side quest. You can go off and do their shit, get their ultimate, whatever. Did you Did you guys do all the side quests? I did. You did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I got all the ultimate weapons. I only did them for the, my main squad. I only did them for Chan, uh, Saib, and Dave. But, I mean, I just it's just kind of nostalgia. Because I knew Chrome Checkers like that, where, like, at the end of the game, you kind of, like, go off and do everybody's little final mission to, like, get an ultimate thing. Yeah, I mean the story part for their side quest, from what I remember, I get, I think um, Chan's is, was pretty decent with the whole like gunmancy thing. Days was kind of dorky with the gate. That gunmancy thing, I thought it was pretty cool. Like that's the like maybe the coolest thing I liked uh, that they came up with, like that gunmancy. Yeah, I saw that in your notes that you're a big fan of it. So, is she your favorite character? Yeah, I think she's my favorite character, and then the bounty hunter, but. I mean, I know he's kind of like one note type person, but like. Well, I mean, 
they're pretty much, I would say, other than they're kind of all pretty much not much development yeah. there. They just don't have the time. But yeah, I like those kind of like assassin, lone wolf kind of characters. So I liked him. But yeah, the gunman, uh, what's her name? Chan? Yeah, she's probably my favorite. Who's your favorite, Nick? Probably Sybe. Yeah, is it was is Sybe or Sybe? What I say Sybe, but I don't know. It's never pronounced in the game, so I get pronounce it however the fuck you want. Do you say Marl from Chrome Trigger or do you say Marley? I say Marl. Yeah, I say Marl. Okay, okay. So do I. Okay. Now I think I used to say Marley when I was a kid, but yeah, I mean, I like I like Lauren a lot for whatever reason. I think she looks pretty fucking, but she's. So not so great in <laughs> in combat that it kind of didn't have I much. I like because like he's like I that he gave off that air of like I'm way smarter than you fucking. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty fucking cool. And like when they would ask him the shit, he'd be like, "No, this is the way, I, way this works." I like Cy, Chan. Alyssa's pretty fucking awesome, and, and Lauren. Those are probably like my favorite. I don't give two shits about Sue, really. Like, I hate his fucking name. It's just stupid. Clark is garbage. Flynn's garbage. The bounty hunter I didn't care about. I know you, you said you liked him, Kujo. Well, I think for a lot of the characters, like they didn't give you much to no. about them. Like, There's uh, Clark was one note that like, you got his introduction in the prison you break out of and then you know you never get any story stuff with him ever again is there um, mu- is there much going on so uh, when i said something about her rival echo when she tries to assassinate you is that like an ongoing thing because i kind of remember it but i kind of don't no you get assassinated or you almost get assassinated and then you get to the planet with orson uh and you get set for murder because she poisons the mayor or something who echo and does that, yeah because she gets there earlier, uh, poisons the mayor, and, uh, like, leaves. Because, like, he drinks coffee or something, and then whatever the fuck she put in the Oh, that, that's what he's, like, Orson's with you, because he's a detective trying to figure it all out, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you just say all this shit and I was didn't pay attention? No, I forgot okay. that part. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I think mean, there's something missing when I said start bringing up the asteroid. That's why I was like, does this sound right to you guys? I feel like I'm missing something. Like, well, have... now that now it's jogging my memory a little bit, I don't remember shipping the story too much though. Because uh, like the whole reason you go to that planet is because like there's mysteriously, uh, Sybe says like souls are his people were dying on that planet or something, and their souls are screaming out or something. So they're like, I guess we should go see what's happening, and you find out like their his species was being used by experiments by the people that Australia works for or whatever uh, previously, like. Cause she's like fucking two hundred years old now or something. Cause the 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 robot thing she has is like mind controlling her and giving her like extended lifespan or something. Who Echo? Well, no, the Australia chick, the chick that. Oh, her. oh! I was like, what? Okay, yeah, got you, got you, yeah, okay. Like she was previously like a researcher on whatever project of this tech, and then like they did something to it, and like everybody facility died or something, and she got this for mind. Control the road, fuck. Uh, so, for me, <laughs> the story was okay. Uh, like you guys, I really wasn't like on the edge of my seat, being like, "Oh man, what happens next?" Uh, 
but it was good enough. Like, it's not the worst story. It's not the best story. It's good enough. It does what it does. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I try to look at it to the same point. They're just two fucking guys who made this game. Obviously, they're not going to come up with this, uh, you know, especially in, like, nowadays with gaming where stories are probably better than they were. I mean, you know, a lot of games are 16-bit area. I mean, if you break down the script, it's not really, like, it's just a cool adventure to go on and it has a lot of charm. So this game does have that. It's just, you know, they're not writers. Like, it's obvious they're not story writers. Yeah, no, they definitely have great concepts yeah. uh like the plot twist was like a bit a bit contrived about how like she was mind controlled the whole time and she's been there for ages or whatever fuck blah 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 and like they always have to have that twist like aha yeah so that's what it's like all tropey and shit yeah that's why i wish kind of like i was saying earlier like if like if they could just head a project and they could have you know a team or you know like a writer or whatever like i feel like they can make like an overall amazing package, other than this a pretty good game with great gameplay. I mean, look at this shit, Tokyo RPG, like, I am sensing it. I kind of like that game, but that fucking, that combat system is trash compared to this, in my opinion. It's just cr- a bullshit Chrono Trigger gameplay is all it is. Yeah, and Lost, and it, Lost Fear wasn't that great. It was kind and of I know you played the newest one, Nick. You, did you think it was okay? I Nakia, whatever the hell it's called? Nakia, whatever. Yeah, it was more like an East game. Was it like was it like anything special though? Uh, well, the, so it's more like a, I guess like an introspective type game because the main character the the game deals with death a lot. Like the main character in the world uh, is like a death guide. Like you go to people that died, you help their soul go to the afterlife kind of thing. Because if you don't, they turn into demons and shit, and that's what you end up fighting most of the time. Did uh, you beat it? But, Did you beat it? No, I stopped playing it in like September because something came or something happened. I remember you talking like, about it. I mean, did you? Like you... A, well, I remember why because I was unemployed and I got a fucking job. Oh, right. I had stopped playing so many games, but uh, <laughs> I got like I think I got like three fourths of the way through because uh, it ended up it ends up going from um, like just a uh, like how souls get back to or like to the afterlife kind of thing to like a time travel. You are the villain kind of story so they twist it around that way because like you're you're fighting this like evil demon dude that shows up and like kicks your ass all the fucking time and then you end up like beating him halfway through the game uh and you have to make a choice to either kill yourself or not and, and uh the choice is irrelevant at this point because you uh die anyway and then you gotta you wake back up in a prison cell and you are like in this like badass armor and shit, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And, and you break out of the prison cell, and you find out you're like 50 years in the past, uh, and all this kind of shit. And that's kind of where I left off on it. So I'll go back to it eventually because it was I did have a lot of fun playing the game. Do you uh, think but... that it's better than this game? Uh, you mean the plot? At least? No, just the overall game, I guess. Well, they're completely different. <laughs> well, I, I, but I'm just... I, I had more fun playing Onoki than I had playing Comic Star Heroin. Oh, damn. All right. Well, that game sounds interesting, but Lost Fear was kind of just blah, so... I mean, I'm Cessna, which I love because I love Chrono Trigger, is just kind of like... It's like... I mean, did you guys... I know you liked... Uh, I, I, it's another like retro game. Did you guys like Octopath a lot? 
I don't remember what you thought, Kuja. Did you like it a lot? Uh, I liked the beginning of Octopath, but there's just there wasn't a lot of development for the characters, and like it wasn't all tied together until like Cause be... the last secret boss. So the, like the gameplay and everything was great on that, but the story was what kind of held it back for me. I, mean, I think that's a huge that's a, that is a huge budget game right there, and I just feel like if they could get that kind of budget, they would make a fucking game ten times better than Octopath. But I guess they never will. Maybe I'm just bitter that they can't. <laughs> It really, it, like... it really sounds like you're very bitter. Like Octopath was great. Like I think it's kind of like on the same level as this, but like bigger budget. Where like... oh, it's what I mean. It's fucking like square to a tunnel when you get that fucking but game. The battle system in Octopath is really good too. So I... I, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I thought Bravely Fault system was better, but it's not bad. I mean, there's more unique uh, things they came up with in Cosmic Star, which I think is better, but. Um, the the battle system I thought was fun, um, but like the the a character thing was, you <clears throat> you have to do each chapter for each character and it's just yeah like, that's why I gave up I gave so up long. like remember I, I, cause I gave the game to Brent so y'all could play because I was pissed off about the game yeah so that that's yeah. that's where it like kind of loses a lot of people because they don't have a like a strong like story th- like like a thread you know like they're everyone's on their own path until the very end. So it's like single path and then octopath. There, like no one references like all the other characters that are with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it just annoys me that I think this game's pretty damn good and that they're gonna make a smaller game from now on. And I feel like they should be going in the other direction. Why don't you call them up and say you'll work for them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think the, the the next game they're supposed to make. I I heard other than. Cthulhu saves the, uh, Christmas come down nowhere. I thought it was supposed to be making some kind of like hospital RPG shit, but I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I, don't, I don't follow the board games as much as you do. I don't really, like, I just check the shit out every once in a while, see what the fuck you're doing, because I love this game, and I thought Breath of Death was good. But I guess, should, should we go ahead and um, rank our s- story? Since we're, we're talking about like 8 million other games. Uh, <laughs> That's my fault. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go three as well. I'm going to go three and a half. Because I like the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose musical break is this? Mine? Uh, it is mine, actually. All right. Um, but we can make it yours if you want. It's not a big deal. No, go ahead. I don't want, you know, step on nobody's toes now. Fine. Uh, I don't really remember too much of the music of this game, so before the show started, I briefly went through the OST and I picked this one, and it's called Manipulator, and it sounds. I don't remember where that fuck they use it or anything. So... <laughs> but uh, enjoy! <laughs>
All right. It's, so that was the manipulator. <clears throat> uh, so now we're going to talk about the video. And um, I'll start off, I guess, this time. Um, I thought the visuals were phenomenal. Uh, um, everything was animated very well. Uh, everything was vibrant when it needed to be. And uh, the aesthetics looked great. A lot, a lot of the character designs, they did pretty good on the aliens. Um, I don't think there's anything that I saw visual-wise that I would say was bad. Do you think it's looked, going for the fancy star for a look? Um, With the anime cutscenes and all that kind of thing? Because that's what I think of when I played it. Uh, well, I mean, there's... It's definitely a similar like scheme, but I'd say that it had a more of a cartoony aesthetic yeah. than Fantasy Star Four did. Because I felt like I remember Fantasy Star being, at least in combat, more like highly detailed. Yeah, because when you're in Fantasy Star Four, you combat like you're not you're not still the little sprites. You become the the bigger sprite, and all you see is the back. Yeah, the enemies are. Facing you like a yeah, type. yeah, uh, and they weren't really animated, I think, so they could put more budget into making it. I just thought so. I was like, the like the cutscenes in this game, like, I fancy stuff always comes to my mind. I don't think of too many other games to have like the whole you know, I think it was just like that you have the image of the two characters talking, yeah. Uh, where I think in Fantasy Star 4, uh, Brett and I said it was more like a comic book. Because uh, you had like panels with one panel and another one, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So it's uh, there's actually I think this is more of a a Japanese low budget RPG type of thing. Because I know there's lots of games, uh, like fuck, the Tales of games do a very very similar uh, cutscene style to this, where you have the two characters popping up and they do their talking and then yeah, that's true. Pictures play. Oh well, since since I'm so it does have the um, which this is not um, for graphics, but if you in the status thing, if you hit inside, it's what you're supposed to be doing, or they kind of like to each other. I thought that was that's definitely from Fantasy Star Four. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. I was yeah. I'm done anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I go next. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I think the graphics are fucking awesome looking. Um, there's not really too much that I don't like about it. I mean, I don't think it's perfect, but I feel like, once again, for two guys working on this game, like, like they did a damn good job. Yeah, I don't it doesn't, it doesn't look, it doesn't look cheap. It doesn't look, go ahead. I don't remember seeing a lot of NPCs repeated, so, like, they made a lot of the characters... Models look very different. I don't even remember. Like, there are a lot of the enemies. Are they reskins? Because I don't remember. It's been a long time. I don't think there's any reskins of enemies. I think if they yeah, I don't, I don't think I remember any either. Like, they put a lot. Like, they put a lot of time into like what they did. They definitely, they definitely tried their best, and it shows. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like I loved it. Like the the look of it is kind of what sold me on the trailer. Um, after I heard them talk about it, 
Dude, I didn't know much about it until I heard it on one of the, the podcast and he explained the comic. Like, this sounds fucking pretty cool. So then I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, this looks like fucking Fancy Star 4 and Chrono Trigger. Like, that's what he said was inspired by when he was talking about it. Okay. So. What about you, Kujo? Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you guys. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like the, the, was it like 16-bit, I'd say, kind of look to it? Yeah, it's kind of what I would say too. Uh, 16-bit more Super Nintendo than Sega, I guess. But, I don't know. Fuck Sega. Fuck Sega. Do you like Fancy? You keep bringing up Fancy Star. <laughs> I know. I love Fancy Star Four. <laughs> so, but yeah, I like I like that look. And I mean, nothing really. I didn't see any like clipping or like you didn't walk through walls or anything like that. So, um, I don't know if you saw any bugs like that. But I mean, for what for what it is, the I mean, only. The only bug I had, which I emailed him about, or them about, or whatever, was that when you're trying to select your difficulty, um, I think, like, something wasn't working right. It was hard to see what difficulty you're on at some point. And then he told me what I had to look at and that he was going to uh, patch it out at some point. Well, that's pretty but cool. I, other than that, I had no bugs, but I also played on Vita, you know, and it had been out for a while, so they probably worked out a lot of bugs. But yeah, so yeah, at this point, playing the game, there's probably not many bugs anymore, but like, there's still, no. I mean, Nick said there's still some, like, Vita bugs. But... Oh, if you fucking Google the game, like, go on GameFAQs, people are, like, people shit on it bad, like a lot of people. So, but yeah, I feel like, like it's like, it's like, it's almost unplayable, like, some of the bugs. Yeah, in 2020, the bugs are pretty, pretty much worked out on this thing, and it's pretty, pretty, if you play it on PlayStation, for sure, like I, like I said, the only bugs I had were, pro- were trophies not popping. I didn't really have any time where the game froze up or anything so i mean i guess you can knock them for releasing a game not all the way finished but i think you should credit them for fixing the fucking game like, as much as they did i guess too yeah well, i'm just going off of when i played it so i don't know what happened before but the current state of the game is this is the way it is. yeah and, uh... i mean i don't know what versions were fucked up i don't know if it was the steam version or whatever were like ter- terrible off the get go. I'm sure Nintendo has like standards too, don't they? So well, Nintendo the Switch one came out so much later. I'm sure that one was fine because the Vita one came out way later too. Yeah, it was almost like a year later, I think. So, but yeah, the visuals I think uh, they're get they're good for what they are. So you can't. Re- and the, I like the art, like the whoever drew it. Like I like the way the characters look. So I like that art style. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Like I really like the the cover art for the PlayStation Four version is really really tight. So I think I'm gonna use. Yeah, that. I actually like the like the I think it's the Sega CD looking one. That shit looks awesome for the uh, physical edition. So yeah, I think I'm gonna use the cover from the PlayStation Four disc for the t- uh, for the podcast uh, picture or whatever. Right. Yeah, that would be good. That's oh, I just want to say that I feel like the art style they went for fits like the comical part of the story they were going for too. Cause it looks cool, but it's like you can tell it's like it's not like they're not going for like a serious look on the characters. Uh, definitely, like the plot would have been out of place if they had the very like serious art style. Then like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think everything kind of gels together though. As yeah, far as like, 
Like I like I really don't like like I wouldn't personally really like Alyssa's like brain shit like that. But like I don't know. I just like I do kind of like it. Typically, I think it's fucking stupid, but they kind of pulled it off. I don't know. I think there's a part where she doesn't have a, the the beret on. I thought she looked better. <laughs> uh, I think she does. I think she, I think she would be better without the beret. But like, I don't think she's like. I still think she looks pretty cool even with it. Yeah. Best looking character, um, art wise, for you guys. Uh. Thank you. We thought looked the coolest or the fuck? Or... Yeah. I mean, Lauren for me. Lauren's just a chick. <laughs> what? <laughs> With green hair. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think she looks cool. Bob haircut. Okay. I thought the assassin alien guy, Zorn, whatever. I thought he had the coolest look to me, but. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to give it to my boy, Sybe. Yeah, he'd, robot, he'd, he'd, he'd be he'd be my dough. Is it like a kind of like the Borg where they all have like the same consciousness, like they share consciousness? Is that how it is, or I can't remember. I think they're all like they're telepathic, so they can communicate yeah. with each other. But they have their own identities. Okay, okay. Catch it. But uh, all right, so uh, I will give visuals a five. Because it looks fucking fantastic. I will give visuals a five as well. Because I think it's fucking awesome. Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. You just couldn't. We just couldn't have three fives. <laughs> just had to fuck it, Kuja. <laughs> yeah. um, so on to the music. The composer is Hyperduck Soundworks, who I've never heard of before. Like, Do you all know if they've done anything else? I do not know. It doesn't look like they're that famous because when I was listening to the music on YouTube this past week to get a refresher, it doesn't look like they have like a bunch of subscribers, like very little actually. So I assume that they're not really that famous, at least on YouTube anyway. It's not that that means anything. Uh, I can look it up here real quick. Yeah, I'm pulling up their YouTube channel, or I guess I can pull up their discography. Uh, uh, so it looks like they've done Dust and Elysian Tale. Uh, oh, which I've not played. I do want to play that game. Cosmic Star Heroine and then Penny Arcades on the Rain's Thick Precipice of Darkness 4. Huh, so that... Oh, do, I wonder if that's how Cosmic Star got... Z-Boy got in touch with them. I wonder if they worked together the Penny Arcade game. Because I know they worked on one of those. I think it was part three. B. They got some other stuff on here that's just a bunch of remixes. Yeah, I think so. They've only done what three albums then? Is it just one guy? I guess I assume probably. It looks like uh, there are three dudes. Oh. I see some. Uh, if you go to their page, there's like some original. They did some original stuff. Mega Man. Oh, it's not. There's not game related. Just their own music. Well, there's. I see Mega Man Battle Network Legacy. Trans, maybe they like, did like individual songs or something. I don't know. Well, maybe there's just like a cover because there's. I, I doubt, highly doubt they are, they worked for Capcom or Capcom let them make a track. They probably do other shit in house. I would think. Yeah. Oh, that's Overclocked Records. Oh. Oh yeah, Overclock is just a thing of remixes. Oh uh, okay. It's like a big, huge. Thing where everybody's 
Phillips. Do what's that? Just, uh, I used to, like, I have a bunch of fucking OC remix songs. Oh yeah, I used to listen to a lot of this shit too. Like we did a uh, we did a music episode and I used all OC remix remixes. I think it was a Final Fantasy Seven music episode. Yep. Yeah, it was actually. Um, did, like, so, do we want to t- say what we thought about the music? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, like, how much, how much did you listen to, like, <laughs> right before the fucking podcast started? Not much? No. I don't usually listen to any of it before I do an episode. I don't really do anything before the episodes, because, uh, like, like I said previously, I'm a lazy piece of shit. Hey, I mean, I got like two fucking notes, two big ass notes sitting right here that I wrote down that I haven't looked at, so don't, <laughs> it don't mean shit anyways. Well, I, I, when I was playing the game, because I felt bad because I was just kind of wandering around with the plot and shit, like, I had to just ramble. Like, I wrote down like a brief, brief chapter summary for all first ten chapters, and then I guess I forgot to finish the last three chapters. <laughs> so that's why I was like, uh, asteroid, yeah. right? Uh, fuck. Eh, but, whatever. Uh, Story's kind of relevant in this game anyways, so it's for me, like music is like a very internal thing. And yeah. So if I, uh, there's something I really enjoy. I really internalize it, and I'll like then go out and seek the music and listen to it a lot more. But I, I think for the music in this game, I, it was serviceable. Like it, I don't remember anything being grating See, or awful to listen to. I, but I don't. I, I agree with you 100 percent because that's how I am. Like if if I don't think like a week later to go back and listen to a track from a game on YouTube or search or whatever. Then to me, like, it doesn't mean I didn't like the fucking music, but it's like, I'm not like, didn't love the music. But after listening to some of the music, like, I listened to, like, pretty much the whole soundtrack uh, the other day when I thought we were going to record on the way home. And, uh, like, there's some really good stuff on there. I don't know why it didn't, like, click, you know, when I was playing the game. I don't think any of it's amazing, but there's like three or four tracks that are really, really good. I'm wondering if it's because like you have to focus on the combat so much that it's... that's what yeah I'm thinking that too maybe because like I don't not saying the soundtrack is amazing or anything like that, but I mean there's some pretty like there's like I had a hard time picking between like three or four tracks that I thought were really good, and I don't remember any of those fucking tracks in the game. The ones that I do remember weren't tracks <laughs> I was going to pick, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I remember yeah. the battle theme like. I, I really don't like the battle theme. I think the battle theme's not that great, but I remember that battle. It's definitely one of the weaker songs. I, I don't remember liking it too much because I play it all the time. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. And it's weird is there's, there's like 53 other tracks in the game. And I really hate when games do that in general. Like, um, can't we just like change up the battle track every fucking so many chapters or something like that? I don't have to hear the same fucking thing half the game. Yeah, they do that in some Final Fantasy games. Think, yeah. But... Like, uh, Shiny Force, I think, kind of does this shit. Um, well, they have different music anyways, but, like, when you go into combat, once you get promoted, it's a different tune. Okay. I think 2 does that. I mean, I just wish more games would do that. Because you're in combat for at least one-third of the fucking game, probably. Like, I don't want to hear the same fucking track. So, like, thematically, like, you're growing... The adventure's growing. It should be getting more grandiose and grandiose. So the battle... Music should reflect that you're finding more difficult and more difficult encounters, at least in my opinion. But yeah, or at least have like multiple ones that you're throwing out at different times or some shit like like Xenoblade. 
that. I think there's like five different um, tracks. There was one game I played, I can't remember what it is at the moment, but depending on where you were on the world, the music changed to reflect the environment. Oh, that's so, pretty like That's pretty sweet. I, I don't like fucking um, Persona 3 that much, but when you're in the dungeon, you can change between like four or five tracks. But then when you go in battle, you gotta hear the same stupid fucking vocal bullshit that I can't stand. Yeah. You never well, hate you it. Never see it coming. Three. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad game. It's actually pretty good. I just I hate vocal tracks and because like you know you'll hear like the first twenty seconds and the battle's over. Yeah, the you never see it coming song. Yeah, I fucking hate that fucking. I actually <laughs> don't hate the song, but I I, I hate hearing it because it's like I fucking hear it all the time. Yeah. Alright, um... What do you, what do you think about the music? <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of off-topic tangent here. That's what, we're, that's what we like to... That's what people like, the off-topic shit. Um, but, uh... I like the music a lot. Um, I don't know, I... I really got into it. I don't really notice music that much when I play a game, so I, I noticed it when I play this game. Didn't you say you bought this fucking music, though? Yeah, I bought it on, like, Amazon Music or whatever. Out of all the games you played, Kuda, this is the one you picked to buy. I bought the I bought some Final Fantasy ones, and I bought yeah, well, yeah, all that's good stuff. And I bought uh, oh, it's fifteen. And I've I've bought all the Trails ones. I really like all the Trails music, but yeah, there's a good. I have one and two on uh my phone. Like the original the Cold Steel, Trails of Sky. I get that original soundtrack. That's really good. But well, because anyway, Team Falcom's fucking awesome. Yeah, sound team. Where the hell? Are they? But uh, yeah, there's some really uh, catchy tunes for the track. So, um. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty good, overall. So. Um, you want to you want to rank it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a three. I would have gave it a three before listening to it all over again, but now I'll go three and a half. I'll give it a four. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of music, it's time for another musical break, and this time it's Cujo's selection. Yep, uh, I selected Gunmancer. Uh, I was listening a couple more times uh, since I picked that, but uh, it really has like a jazzy saxophony thing. I don't know. It really, cut, it really like hooks me in the very first couple seconds. So I don't know. I, that's the one like I kept going back to when I was looking for the song for this. So here's Gunmancer.
now for Brunt's favorite section, uh, overall score. And as he would say, this is not an overall, at least not for him, it wasn't an overall uh, encompassing score for the entire experience. It was more uh, what he expected going into it and what he got out of it. Um, so, Kevin, let's start off with you. How's your overall experience with this game? Me? Kevin? Oh, Kevin, okay. I mean, you can go first if you want, Travis. You're all going all about it. Yeah, let, I mean, I'll go. Let Travis go first. He's really, he's really enthusiastic about this one. <laughs> I mean, I, I give, I give it a four. And a, I give it a four and a half. Like, we're not scoring it yet, but go, that's fine. <laughs> oh well, we're just going. We're just talking about like what, like how would you say your overall experience was when you played it? Did you, obviously, you. Uh, loved it. Oh, I thought it was great. I mean, you were I, hyped to go into it. How do you feel about when you were done with it? Oh, I thought it was great. I love pretty much every minute of the games because I feel like you're in combat most of the time. And combat, really loved working my way through the, all the battles. I mean, I spent a lot of time, probably a lot more time than I should have, um, trying to figure out uh, trial and error on even something as simple as some regular enemies. But I mean, I had a blast with it. I didn't think just hearing about it, I was going to love it that much. So. I thought it would just have been a pretty good indie game, but I mean, I end up considering, like I said earlier, one of my favorite battle systems ever. So you also have a, you also have a like you get really wet for indie games for some reason. I mean, yeah, because I feel like indie RPGs are making or way are doing way more unique and innovative shit than AAA at this. Point. Well, yeah, because I mean, as as we just fucking seen when the last game we reviewed, how shitty that fucker was compared to the combat system of this, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, well, when you're a triple A, you, you gotta have to kind of play by the rules, you know. Like whatever works, you gotta kind of go with. Where in the indie games, you can do whatever you want and figure it out. Yeah, but that wasn't always like the case back in the day. Like, Grandia has always had unique uh, ideas for Bowser's and it's not like they were like some low tier bullshit games back in the day. But where are they now? Um, I don't know. Apparently, they might be making another one at some <laughs> point. So. I don't know, but that's why the the ones that stick around are kind of more your more basic or kind of. But they're just a, but they're just a name. Final Fantasy and Trails are just a, really. You said Trails or Tales? Tales. I mean, I like Tales, but I mean they've been using the same bullshit fucking combat. I mean, I like them, but it's pretty much the same shit almost for the last twenty years. Yeah, I haven't played a Tales game in a while. I like Tales. I just, I don't know. I feel like indies are doing way better shit. Yeah. Especially for, I mean, I also like platformers a lot too. So, there's that. So, uh, my thoughts were like, so Travis, sometimes he's like hit or miss with like games that are going to be good. Like, he got me on the trails of Cold Steel and Sky, and I was like, that's, so like at first I like, was anything you told me I would play, then he told me about Yakuza. So that dropped it all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of like, I don't know. If the, I, I, my expectation was kind of like in the middle, you know. So, um, but it was better than I thought it would be. Um, it was actually way better than I thought it'd be. So I, I was gonna give it a four. Like I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't like perfect, like you said. Like I said, like there's like a lot of good concepts and a lot of good uh, ideas, and music was great and. The characters were kind of cool. 
they just needed they just needed more money, more time, and the system was awesome, have not sp- not spent five fucking years prior to working on the game. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with four. Yeah, I really didn't have any expectations going into this. Uh, I knew it would be a good experience. Um, so I came out of it roughly the same. It met my expectations in that manner. Uh, like, I didn't think it was a bad experience. Uh, it was enjoyable, like 10, 11, 12 hours. Uh, a very light game to play. I would probably not recommend this game to like somebody who's new to RPGs, though, because uh, Unless you're gonna play on it easy, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you can play on it easy, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. But then you're kind of defeating the whole purpose of playing the game, really, because yeah. then you're getting no enjoyment out of it. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna like it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, on that note, I'll give it a four as well. And uh, my favorite section now replayability slash extra con. So. Uh, this is just how we feel uh, a, a, another playthrough would go. Like, is it a something that you, you can replay and have a different experience with, or is there a gratifying content in the game uh, that you, if you could play through it again, uh, it still feels fresh and exciting to play? Um, and for me, I'd say after playing, having had played it through twice, I don't think I will ever play it again because... I got everything that you can get out of it. Pretty one and done, unless you play through it on like normal and you want, like, you have a general understanding of the battle system and you want to try getting through it on very hard. Because that that would be where I would say it is almost entirely a different game. Like I said at the very beginning, it's like you're playing a puzzle game instead of an RPG because you have to figure out the right combinations of attacks in the right order. Uh, and then there's also, uh, as Travis mentioned, in the RNG aspect where uh, like you're, you're hoping to God that like Alyssa gets attacked and not fucking Dave who gets one punch. <laughs> right. Goddamn strategy out the window. Yeah. Like, like, for three turns and he's about to get over. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, fuck, he's dead. Well, I guess I'm redoing this fight again. Yeah, I wish there, that, that should be a knock on gameplay too for me that... Uh... You can't do like a quick restart on the battle. I wish that you could, because I just let, like either let myself die or fucking turn the fucking close the game out and put it back on. So for me, I would say replayability is probably a three and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, well, we'll we'll let like, Travis finish this off in his grand finale. Whatever you got to say about that. So Kevin, what do you? Um, well, for me, like, I don't think it's very much, like, you play it once and you're good, in my opinion, um, because I could have replayed this, because we, like, we had a month between shows, and I could have replayed this at any time, and I fucking, I just couldn't do it. I tried, like, I booted up, and I was just like, ugh, I want to play something I haven't played, so, it may, that might just be me, um, but I think it's more of a one-and-done game, and... I would really would struggle trying to play it again, so I'm gonna give it a two. So it, it, like, if I ever wanted to like do like the super hard mode, maybe one day in my 80s or something, I don't know. <laughs> I'll go back to it and try to do it like when I have a lot of free time. But yeah, right now, no. All right. Um, for me, 
I don't ever see myself replaying it. I played on very hard, um, and I don't like the only reason I would play it again would be to use different parties. But as far as I'm concerned, there, when you play on the harder setting, you don't have as much. Uh, you can't mess with the party too much. I feel like I had the best party setup. Maybe there's a couple people you could have swapped out different, but there's half the people in the game that they're just not going to be fucking useful to you on very hard. So that I guess is a knock on the game that you can't. Not everybody can be useful in a harder setting without a shit ton of grinding, I would think. But I mean, I think it's replayable if you like, like Kuja just said, if you played on normal and then to play on a harder setting. But if you end up using the same squad that you used, then you're pretty much going to be using the same people. So unless you just want the extra challenge, there's no reason to play with like party because this is not going to work out. There's not too much shit you're going to miss. So there's no reason to play that. I did miss the two extra bosses. But I'm not playing through the whole fucking game again just to fight them two bosses. So, yeah. Replayability to me is like two. Fair enough. I do think that it's worth playing again on a harder setting, though. I don't know. I think it depends on how much of a masochist you are, because uh, that shit really fucking rustled my. G- <laughs> well, I well I don't mean very hard, but I think it's worth playing at least getting on, on hard. Oh, to get like you know, the actual, like a little bit, yeah, a little bit. The combat out where you have to think a little bit, but not. Get, yeah, but, but, I mean, I'm sure that even on normal, it's not like a fucking cakewalk. But I feel like playing hard, you get more of what they were trying to do. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, last musical break is Travis's. So, what do you got for us? Uh, I picked uh, Trojan Ruins. I do not know. Where this is in the game, uh, it's like the twelfth track on the list. So I assume it's somewhat earlier on, um, but I don't know. I really like the freaking drums in it. It's really upbeat. Yeah, that's a track I picked. So hope you enjoy.
All right. So now we're just going to wrap it up. Um, I'm not, not sure what game we're going to be talking about next. I remember people saying maybe The Witcher 3, but I don't think if Travis and I are actually going to be able to finish it the next, like, two months. If that, like, because uh, like, how much are you playing it? You said you're just kind of just going to drop the difficulty down and it's... get through it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the way the situation's going at home now where, like, everybody's at home and I have the PS4 upstairs, I just, it's not a game that I can just sit there and play for a couple hours without my kids running around or do this or do that. So it's like, it's not working out the way I wanted to. Um, I don't know when my wife's actually going to go back to work. So, um, yeah, it's not really going to be feasible for me right now, I don't think. Uh, I'm having a similar issue with Nicole being home where I can't do anything because, like, she was riding my ass recently because I play too much games and she's like, I don't, I want you to do something else with your life. I'm like, that's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. I don't tell you how to, t- to stop smoking weed all the fuck time, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, so now I, when she's awake in the house, I try to do something else like read a book or we'll watch a show together or something, or I'll work on some coding, do something. Uh, so it's only when she's asleep or not home that I am really able to play games. So when she goes back to work, hopefully she'll go to sleep a lot fucking earlier. Cause she usually <laughs> doing like nine o'clock, but now she stays up to like one o'clock and I'm like, that's half my fucking game time night. Just gone. Oh, that, would, that would give me so much anxiety. Cause I'd be like itching to like play a game. I'm like, Oh, like when I go to Amy's, that's how it is too. It's like, I want to. Like, when she goes to bed, she doesn't care if I play. Like, I know she, like, she says that she doesn't care, but if you were playing games all the time, it wouldn't work out. So, <laughs> like, when I'm with yeah. her, I'm kind of, like, the same way. Like, I went to, like, I spent the whole weekend with her, but then it's, like, on Sunday, she's, she knows, like, I'm gonna, we're gonna get, I'm going to get up, eat some lunch or whatever with her, then I'm going to go home and play games. Like, I, we kind of have, like, an understanding that way. But, yeah, I can just understand, I understand, like, you can't get your game, you just, like, I don't know. You're, it's almost like you're addic- like you're. It's like an addiction kind of. You're like you're jonesing for it, you know. Exactly. What well, you mean. Like there's been times where I'll be like in the middle of a game, and she'll stop me because she like she wants to have sex or something, and, uh, and I'm like okay, but like half half of the time I'm still thinking about what I'm gonna do next in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like it's pros and cons. Like you last a little bit longer because you're not really focusing on. Right. <laughs> But it's also like not fully enjoying it, so it's kind of catch twenty two. Uh, like, I wonder how I can get this boss. <laughs> you're like trying to fucking <laughs> your your balls deep. <laughs> like, do I do I buff first, or or should I just go straight ahead and attack right away? <laughs> Shit. Um, so I think we're all interested in Xenoblade Chronicles for the Switch. I mean, I'm playing that shit for sure. Yeah, I don't know if Kuja, are you on board for it? I know you just beat it not that long ago. I know I beat the Wii, the Wii U version, which is like, I don't know the loading. Uh, I I think I'm this gonna... version looks to be fucking improved in yeah. pretty much every way. Like, I think that was my main gripe with it was just like it's just so like the I'm so used to like games being better, so it's just kind of hard to go back to like the long loadings and like the fast travel wasn't like really set up that well and. It's such a big game, so a lot of time you're just running around, and that kind of really bothered me about that game. So, if, like, well, like, I can see why it bothered with Valor you actually more. 
some people because you're not really a music person. To me, I'm not like I, lo- I think it's the best soundtrack in video games, and so I didn't mind running around listening to the fucking music. But I can see where it be anno- it does get annoying, especially like when it's not explained that well. But well, also you like don't do everything like I do. Like you just go straight through the game. I'm doing all the side quests and like getting all the connections and all that stuff. So. It's a lot longer, so that's kind of where I burnt myself out on it. For now, like, if I can get through that kind of stuff quicker, because, like, the what I was reading up on in a little bit, like, there's going to be a lot more fast travel locations and stuff, so you don't have to, like... Yeah, it's not just, like, a, a complete... It's just not just, like, a reskin or whatever. They changed, from what I understand, quite a bit of shit. I think that you you can switch between the, the old music and the new music. You know, obviously, they did the graphics. Apparently, they made the AI a little better, which would be helpful. Oh, yeah, because your, your, your characters suck if you don't control them. So you got to switch through them a lot. Well, no, you can't switch no characters. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, they suck if you don't. But, um, but I'm going to, like, I'm going to change, like, who did you, did you use Charlotte Rain and Shulk? Is that who you used? Uh, the first, the f- I can't remember the names. Shulk? The big dude from the beginning, what's his name? Right, and the girl. Obviously, you had to use Charlotte. I'm sure, assume then. Shala. Yeah. Well, well. I don't want to do spoilers on this, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know use, what you're saying. I use the spoiler person after. Okay. After you get after you get that person. All right. So. Um, I'm gonna try to do learn dodge tanks this time because apparently that's the be- the harder way to go to figure it out, but the better way to go. So. I don't know shit about uh, that setup, so. Well, what's the true? I mean, do you have any ideas? I know you want to do The Witcher 3. But... Well, the only reason I want to do Witcher 3 is because I already beat it twice and there's no way I'm playing it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, I I literally okay. went, I, I went through it the first time five years ago, and then I did the DLC stuff, like, first, and then I went through the original game all over again, so I'm... I'm done, but I—I I mean, if you guys go through it again, whenever you guys get to it, I'll be fine. Like, it's like ingrained in my brain now, kind of at this point, where, right? Where I've spent like 200 hours or 250 hours in that game world, so, and I watch the show, so like the characters and stuff, like they're not gonna—I'm not gonna forget them as easily as like this game where I only played it for 18 hours, you know? I mean, I want to play. I'm gonna play it. It's just I—I. I... Me playing it for an hour once a week is just—I'm not getting the full experience. So yeah, if you can play, like, I was hitting it pretty hard in the beginning, you know, like now I was having a good time. But now I think I play like two hours in two weeks. I'm not. It's just not. I can't do. I can't play a game of that length Nick, like that. Nick, you said you. I mean, I don't think you've even played it before, right? Or have you played it? Uh, yeah, I got to Novigrad, and then and, uh. I was so I was playing it like alongside uh, Nicole, and she was already halfway through the game when I started. So as I'm playing it with her, like our TVs are side by side, and she just like does the whole ending and everything. So I'm like, <laughs> oh okay, that's that, that's what happens. I guess uh, I'll just keep playing some Gwent over here for a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I think something else came out uh, after, around that time, and I just swapped over to that other game, and uh, never came back to The Witcher Three. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if I would start over because I'm on Death March and that's kind of a bit. bit but uh, I'll probably pick it up after Yakuza. 3. So yeah, if you want to, yeah. if you want to just plan on that, like later on, like at the end of the year or something, 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'm game for whatever. And then I'll, I already pre-ordered Xenoblade Chronicles, so I'm going to play it too. So we can just do that as the next one. Are you going to suck it up and play a game on Switch, Nick? Uh, maybe I'll try to, maybe I'll bring it to work and shit. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to play shit out of the work. I don't think, but we'll, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? So. That yeah, I guess it depends on what religion you follow. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless there's something else like that, somebody like wants to play. I mean, I mean were, were y'all supposed to do um that fucking uh, Trias game on PS2? Was that on your list to do? Brought to stories or how the fuck you say it? Oh Story. yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was my pick for something, and then uh, that year I think we got halfway through the list, and he decided that he didn't want to follow that format anymore, and we were just going to be picking whatever we felt like we wanted to play next to the end of the episodes or something. Which probably actually is a better idea, I guess. Yeah. yeah you, you guys uh, really uh, played? Right, trying to talk about how much you hate ready edit stories. Oh, I mean, I was just wondering, like, it's a game I didn't really give a fucking fair shot if you are interested in playing it it's later in the year or something like that. I know you said you wanted to play Ogre Battle 64, which I've never played. Yeah. OB64 is that it takes fucking, I don't know, I would say maybe 80, 90 hours, depending on how well you're doing. Is that, is that game that we're, um, is that like Tactics Ogre, where we're, we're going to have two different completely outcomes depending on how we play there are so there the game follows pretty much the same plot up until a certain point um and the pretty much key deciding factor is whether or not you ally with uh like another country uh or not and then so you get some different missions so i think it's chapter three you get some different missions i think Uh, it's how tactics ogre is too where it's like you decide to Go against the church or join the church, and then everything changes. Uh, so this is like a sequel to Tactics Ogre because is it? the the leader of the Zenobians, uh, like the main character from that game that you make, uh, and all his allies are also fighting in this. So you get to recruit them, huh? Or or you don't have to. Or the, uh, so are the are the knights in it from that game? Uh, like the knights uh, of Lotus or whatever uh, the hell their names uh, are. No, you're. Uh, it's a different kingdom. So, because they won their war, so now they're coming. Their 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 whole shtick is they don't want anybody else to be oppressed. So they're going out fighting to release people from oppression and whatever. Uh, um, and the plot of this game is that uh, the nobility is doing nobility shit and crushing all the peasants into the ground until there's a revolution happen. Uh, and you. You end up, you start the game working for the nobility and the kingdom or whatever, and then you end up flipping sides and joining the, the revolution, and then you kind of go from there. It looks com- like it looks complicated as fuck. When I started it, it was like fifty fucking things for the tutorial, and I was like, "It's not I did like bad. okay." I did like three of them, and I was like, "I don't think I'm just going to play Paper Mario right now because I don't so, like deal with all uh, shit." Like for. So for the actual gameplay, uh, like you can create squads of characters. You have, I think, a maximum of five units, and then unless you have monsters that uh, take up two spots, then you can only have two monsters and one human. Um, but 
you make your squads and then you have your headquarters and you use your headquarters to summon your characters and then you just drag them onto the map to where you want them to go and they will walk automatically to that destination. If you encounter an enemy squad on the way to your destination, then they'll fight each other. The loser gets knocked back 50 fucking feet. Um, and then that's it. That's from gameplay. Because the combat's automated. So oh. the strategy comes from how you set up your units. And you can look, you can pause the game and look at uh, enemy units and say, oh, so they have this kind of formation. I don't want to fight them with this squad. I want to use this squad. And you can attack from the sides or back or front, and that rotates the formation. So if like they have a unit up front that has three attacks and a unit in the back that has three attacks, if you attack them from the back, it'll switch the formation. So the back unit's in the front now, and where they may only have one attack, and the front unit is in the back where they may only have one attack. So the team of dudes will like just fucking hammer them in one. So wow. It's uh, it takes a little bit uh, of like finessing uh, when you first start the game to figure out what the fuck you're doing, but then it kind of comes naturally. Do you? Would you have it on sixty four still? Uh, I have it on sixty four, but I don't have a sixty four anymore because my shithead brother took it and left it at his friend's house along with half my sixty four games. So, well, do you have a Wii U? Yeah, yeah. So I just gotta get it set up. I don't even know if it works. I bought it from GameStop <laughs> like a year ago. It's still in the box. Uh, I mean, it probably. It probably does. I mean, it's a Nintendo console. They, I mean, they they lie. So yeah, I just gotta like plug it in and buy the game off the e the eShop or whatever. It's only like nine bucks or something, nine ninety nine, I think. Yeah, it's not. It's not much. I bought it. I mean, you can also like fucking play only GamePad too while like you're watching something or whatever. Yeah. Alright, you have you have a Wii U, right, Nick? I mean, Kujo. Yeah, I still have my Wii U. Are you interested in trying Ogre Battle 64? I don't know. I kind of like spaced out when you guys were talking about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, um, I mean, you can look shit up on it at some point and see if you want to play. I mean, Nick was saying like, I don't know, like, in the summer or something like that. I'll play whatever you guys are playing. I don't care. Like, okay. I, always, I always play games for the show. Like, I never would have played Dragon Quarter if I didn't play it for the show and all this other shit. So... I'll... Well, hopefully we don't. Hopefully we don't have to play more Dragon Court games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys are you and uh, Brent were playing some shit games there for a minute. Like, there's like I think it was like five or six of them in a row. I was like, you get like I don't. There's some games. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not really trying to play shit games. I'll be honest with that. Yeah, that's that was Brent's thing. He likes uh, he liked having that shitty experience so that when he played good things he enjoyed them more or something that's why he watched shit like monkey shines and like i can't <laughs> remember like, talking about that like i get like once in a while like eating eating a piece of shit and being like yeah this is what shit tastes but i'm not all about eating shit for five months and i mean like, i just have a hard still... time forcing myself to like there there are games that i think are pretty decent that i'm just like yeah I, like i know i can play something better so i'll just quit it i mean if it was for the show then whatever but like in general I put I quit plenty of games. And I'm just like yeah, like it's fine. But do I, like I'm not like jumping at the bit to come play this game again. But yeah, you guys, you guys so definitely we'll, had some uh, turds you were you played. I mean, y'all are trophy guys, so I'm sure y'all stick with games more than I would. But like, try to. But I really, wanna, I just what I really want to do though is like I want to finish like. Seek within off, you know, like I really want to play five. So if you want to play four to get to five eventually, 
I, I played five like once, but I never played it like straight through. I think like rented it and then I came, five's my favorite. And then I came, it's expensive as fuck now, isn't it? I don't know. I bought it a while ago, but because um, I want to get yeah, this shit. All right, go ahead. Well, like I was saying, like a. I played it like I rented it and like I played half of it and then like I got I, I finally like got back to it, like but it was like four months later you know when I was a kid so I, I need I want to play like the whole experience all the way through so I definitely want to get to that eventually but I don't know if you like I feel like we have to play four before we get to five you know I heard the random encounters in four are just fucking atrocious as well, it's a ship, like, I don't know. Cause I, tried, I tried looking it up, like, is Sukuden 4 that bad? And, like, once you sub forums, because I was like, maybe it's not that. Like, I've been on this whole PS2 kick here for, like, the last couple of years trying to knock out some of these games. Like, maybe it's not that bad. But a lot of people are like, the the best I heard about it was, it's not a bad game, it's just a bad Sukuden game. Uh, I feel about it. Uh, it's on the PS3, on the PSN store. Yeah, that's why I was going to get it. You know the P- the f- fifth game would have been there, but the guy that was like getting all the games ported, he ended up leaving. <laughs> That's like he he was on the way to getting five done, and then he left for whatever reason, probably because Konami fucking sucks, I guess. Yeah, so five's only on PS2, so yeah, I have it. I have it. And I want to play it. It's just uh, I want well, to do it for the show. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll do it for the show. We can. Uh, so we can. How about we do this? How about we do uh, Xenoblade Chronicles for the. Uh, and then we play Sweden 4. And that will open us up to being able to play Sweden 5 in the following months. Okay. Alright. You said it's, it's, it is on the PS3 store, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you broke up. Say that again? Is it on the PS3 store or the PS4 store? Three. It's the PS3 store, so you have to play it on PS3. That's fine. I mean, I was going to... PS2 graphics section or whatever. That's how I played Sweden 3. I still need to play Enslaved on the PS3 this year. That's like my one PS3 game I play. What about the Monkey King? Yeah. Like, uh, the guy that... Um, I think I was telling you before. That's the guy that like did 28 Days Later. Annihilation. Like he, I guess he wrote the script for that game. I mean, I've heard mixed things about the game, but like I'm a pretty big fan of him, so I kind of like want to see what the game's all about. That makes sense. So... It's like the it's, I don't have very many PS3 games. Like I had De- Dead Space Three, but everyone tells me it's not. So, did you play Dead Space One and Two? I had I I love one. One's fucking. I think it's the best survival horror ever. Personally, um, something about that whole atmosphere is freaky as fuck. I like two, but it's a little more actiony, and I was liking it a lot. But like a storm hit my house and it fried my PS3 and. Oh, she- I did in my PS4 actually, but I didn't have my data saved, you know, on the cloud. So and I was like almost all the way through it. So I never beat it. I'm not gonna go all the way back through it. Uh, I played Dead Space three like a year ago, and uh, I also played one and two, and they I really enjoyed them a lot. Like you, um, three felt like a very different game. Like it obviously was still Dead Space, but it, like it did you play? Did you play single player? Because I heard it's like. Better co-op or some shit? I think I Eric was. Si- Does that make it better? You think? Uh, it depends what kind of experience you're going for. If you're trying to be scared, no. Right. You 
like if you're trying to get into the game like i hate playing games in co-op because it feels like it ruins whatever immersion is supposed to be there for right then i'm talking to some fucking yahoo the whole time and i'm like right i'm not paying attention to the game so for me it ruined the experience i would say uh but it wasn't much of an experience to ruin you cast my drift like it's as good of a game as the other one. Uh, I think mainly because like you have you get to customize your weapons and shit, and I don't like that. I just want to have my fucking line gun right. back, and I want my force gun, and I just want to. And the to... fucking saw, whatever the hell that thing's called, that thing's badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, they make some like questionable design design decisions, but I think uh, as a fan of the series, it's something that you have to play for yourself to decide whether you like. I mean, I, I own it, I think, because it was on sale for like five bucks. So. Okay. We're not worth trying. I tried going through Bioshock again, but that's not working out. Because I started playing Final Fantasy VII. Now I don't feel like going back. They're remastering it again for the PS4. One and What's two. Bioshock? Yeah. That's big. Bioshock. So they had like the collection, which is one. That's what I have. Infinite. And then I guess now they're doing a remaster of one. I heard that they're remastering Mass Effect 1, 2, 3 finally on PS4 as well. Or are they just porting it? I don't know which one it is. That'd be cool, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't... One probably... They probably don't... They're probably, like, if you haven't played them, one's probably not holding up for the fuck at this point, but... One's the only one I haven't played on PlayStation. I played it on, like, I played it on Xbox originally. Yeah, I did. I played, um... I think I played 1 and 2 in on 360 and then 3 on PS3, so I get to save carry my data. Yeah, as soon as, like, I think two, the second one was, like, it went right to PS3, maybe? Because I platinum it back in the day, so... And that's when I hardly ever platinum games, so I really, really love that game, so... But, yeah, I actually... But I think I one was in... The whole like, trilogy. I don't think they had one come out on PS3 for until, like, way later. And I just never went back to it. So maybe I'll do that. To remaster it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Get, get you some more Platinums, Kujo. I know my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Alright, uh, so apparently we've been talking for like three hours almost, so it's probably time to close the shit out. Yeah. Um, Damn. No one's really like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking talk about... Even... Talk about indie game for three fucking hours. It's two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like fucking... Uh, it's a quarter of the game right here. We're just talking <laughs> God damn. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't check Twitter. And I don't check Facebook shit. So I'm not even gonna fucking bother throwing that shit out until I maybe we'll start picking that shit up. And that's when you guys want to start following that shit. But I'm not. I don't. Think I'm I, I don't. I don't ever get on there. I'm only on Discord. So I check. Yeah. I check uh, Facebook, so... and it's like we get one like a day or something like that. <laughs> I've never been on Facebook in my life. So. Okay, well, you're special. That's nice. I know. Um, but, uh... Discord. Uh, yeah, check us out on Discord. You can get through it on the website of therpgshow.com. Uh, don't forget the D, otherwise you'd be out buying some real pretty... Um... We should have the Discord link in the show notes as well. Uh, there's a Facebook thing. If you want to go like that, nothing really happens on that. Like I said, we have Twitter, apparently. I don't fucking follow that shit. Uh, but you can check our friends out. Uh, Lane and James, they do the Is It Worth It podcast. Right? That's it, That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you fucked it up. You got to fuck it up again. <laughs> yeah, Is It Worth It over uh, at the Retro RBG podcast feed. There we go. Uh, 
I'll just have you say the shit, man. <laughs> like the amount of times I sat through and listened to say this spiel and I haven't memorized it. Frankly, I used to come numb to it, I guess, after all time. Well, you know, he had it written down, so he read, he's probably read it off the same time every time. Oh, he could. Because if, if you go into like a the Google Doc he sent me or whatever, it's in there, the the outro or whatever. Oh, okay. Fuck. I guess I should pay more attention. Yeah, Kujo sends it to. Do you not look at it either? I look at it for a second, then I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, no, I pull it up and I I don't feel it out. I don't feel it out. I write all my shit down like hand notes or whatever. It's just easier for me to jog my memory, like just writing shit down as I go. Okay. I just like having it structured like that, so like I can put everything in there the way I want it, and then I mean we can go off if you if you want, but at least it's like you've done it once, so it's like kind of in your brain already that way. Right. So. That makes sense. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, we'll close it out. So. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye.